and it's your boy Roshan Gomez. You are listening to another episode of the Rumor Roy Podcast. Special guest in the house, an old friend of mine, Miss Monija Nair. How are you? I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> it's always weird. Like it's always weird when like uh, juniors or like friends from high school come over. It's a bit like surreal. I think it's interesting. It's interesting, and we haven't seen Janine in so long. In forever, I think I I saw you last right before you left. Yeah, School. probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that would have been like that's more than ten years now, right? Yeah, it's like twelve years ago. It's twelve. Yeah, twelve years ago. I'm thirty. I'm thirty this year. I'm twenty nine. Yeah. Crazy. So. Oh man, do you keep in touch with anybody from school? A few of them, yes. I think mostly those I I think I keep in touch with everyone via Instagram and social right, media, right. Facebook and stuff like that. Yeah. Other than that, School not teachers? really. School teachers, yeah, they're all on my Facebook. So Damn. we do comment on each other's pictures, like, yeah. "Ooh, cegu nampak cantik." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm close. I still keep in touch a little bit with like Puan Naza, Puan Tanvir. Ah, uh, yeah, Puan Tanvir, yes. Yeah. I, I've, I've had con- conversations with her. I think uh, Puan Jaswan, for obvious reasons, I'm yeah, yeah, close yeah. to her daughter. Of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, and That's crazy. yeah, interesting. Huh? I've, n- I've, like, I'm, I kind of like lost touch with like. I always think about like Puan Rosnani and. You know, like this character, like Miss Ong, like all these like characters, right? Yeah. Do you know, like I actually, I did get in touch with Miss Ong. Wow. Right. I did get in touch with her. I texted her. I told her we were supposed to meet right after I graduated. Actually. Right. Right. Yeah. Right after I graduated den- dental school, I told her let's meet, and we haven't met. Oh I no! F- and I hope she's not listening to this. <laughs> I doubt. <laughs> I really doubt it. Maybe Point Tambi will listen to this, but other than that, I don't think so. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I've had quite a few like BSD people come over. It's been cool. I've had like Samuel Lim a few times now. Oh, yeah, interesting. That, yeah, because of how psycho he is, I have to talk to him. <laughs> yeah, you guys are very close. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I was very close to Jeremy, but Jeremy, by extension, yes. him also cause of debate and all that. Okay. We had uh, Aaron come over, Natasha, Lokman. So it's kind of nice. Putri I, too, right? Yeah. Putri, Putri has come on twice. So yeah. it's been quite nice, lah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was, go- of course, I, w- I was very close to your brother, so Emission. Yes. So shout out Emission if you're listening to this. He wants to be on it. Hundred <laughs> percent. I would love it. I would love it. We maybe like the the training I got to do this podcast. A lot of it was with Emission when we were like juggling the wow. back door and sitting down at Longkang and talking. Uh, yeah. Wow, I wow. even like went mm. to your house and everything. With really? Me. Yeah. 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 Once, twice, lah. He'd yeah. be on it. Uh, to know this, I'm yeah, pretty sure yeah. he'd be very happy. And inside, he'd be screaming, "See, I told you, I'm supposed to be on it, not you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so interesting. And even just like catching up before, like the podcast started, it's like there's just been so many things to catch up on. Like first, first things first, you're getting married. Yes, I am. Congratulations. Thank you. Very like uh, unconventional. Uh, yes, <laughs> I must say so myself. <laughs> Like a whirlwind romance, right? Yes. Um. Or love at first sight. Love at first sight. Do you do you like? I know you were you were explaining it to me, but do you ever f- like? I'm sure people have come up to you and like, are you you know are you thinking this through? You know, it's like so like, all the time. That's yeah. the only thing people ask me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then like, how do you deal with it? Does it ever get to you? Um. No, to be honest, because yeah. uh, because like I said, you know, in in if you're talking about love, yeah. Uh, love just doesn't make sense all the time. That's true. You know, if it makes sense, that means you're thinking too much, and I don't think that's love. So yeah. it's not supposed to make sense. I mean, if my brother's listening to this, he's going to be like, "What the hell, Monijo? <laughs> think it through." <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, you it's, can. It's it's, it's it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you can plan it or like prepare for it as much as you want, but it doesn't mean that you're going to have a happy. It's not like the more. 
yeah. effort I put into it before, Correct. it means that it's not, you know, it's going to work out forever. You know, it's not a guarantee. Correct. I really think so too. And I'm, um, how this, everything happened at the most uh, unexpected time. Uh, and I would say my brother is the one who brought us together. <laughs> Once again, if he hears this, he's going to kill <laughs> me. I mean, why I'm saying this is because all he did was go to football, yeah. fall down, yeah. injure his uh, MCL. All right. That's yeah. exactly why I went to the UK yeah. to go and visit him and <laughs> check up on him. Right. And it happened to be Deepavali also. Aye, what and auspicious <laughs> day. La. Wow, wow, wow. And, the stars and were aligned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he called his friends over yeah. for dinner. And yeah, that's where I met. Um, so was it literally for like interest from the like get-go or yeah like i went i mean yeah it was because um i met this guy and i was like damn he cute <laughs> <laughs> that's funny okay that's so so cool yeah and and um <clears throat> when i asked uh, him what about it that he like what he saw about mm. me he was like okay this is gonna come out like a tamil movie right now but he he saw me putting the column <laughs> and he was like oh I like this girl because <laughs> in the UK all you get is ev- white girls right, and then right, there was right. this really Indian girl who was you know putting the column yeah. and preparing food and helping around yeah, so the, the Hindi music started yeah, playing yeah, in the background yeah. <laughs> 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 that's so cool though um, there's this doctor uh in Sungai Buloh that yeah. we, like, I grew up with okay. and funny, funnily enough his name is Dr. Roshan oh, okay so like I, we, my family used to go to him since I was like a kid right okay so uh, I think some before COVID lah, about two years ago mm-hmm. I went to him because I wasn't feeling well and then we I hadn't gone to him in a long time I rarely go to the doctor so mm-hmm. we were talking and then he was saying oh this is my last week you know this is my I think second last day tomorrow it's like I'm, mm. cl- I'm retiring and close, I'm sold off the clinic mm-hmm. I was like wow then it's so funny, we just like started talking. It was so weird. Again, like, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> should have done a podcast with him. Like. <laughs> so we in his doctor's room and we were just talking, talking. Then I was like, do you have like uh, any like um, regrets or any advice for like someone who's like a bit more younger like mm. myself? Then he said, the only regret I have is not marrying my wife earlier. Oh. Yeah. He said like, I feel like we wasted so much of time like you know, going through the whole thing. I just, just wish I could, you know, we should have just married earlier and got done with it. Yeah, I mean, mm, growing up, the idea of marriage for me was like, okay, okay like every girl wants to get married and whatnot. Mm. But never once did I want to get married this badly. Or yeah. did, I, did I even put much thought into getting married yeah. until I met... Um, this dream guy, this <laughs> cutie. <Yeah. laughs> Should I put a name to him? Yeah, I can. Oh, okay, we can give him a... We can give him a fake name if you. <laughs> Let, let's him. just let's, I'm gonna, since I'm putting out my entire love story here. Sure. Let's just not name him. <laughs> okay, sure, 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 sure. We call him John now. John. <laughs> yeah, John. <laughs> John. <laughs> okay, so when I met John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is awkward. <laughs> we gave him the most Western name possible. Never mind. We go for it. Okay, John, John, and uh, then. So yeah, <clears throat> I mean, we. I didn't think about getting married the moment I saw him. Yeah. But when I got to know him more, I was like, okay, okay, this is this is interesting and this is nice. Yeah. And he asked me to marry him over FaceTime because yeah. obviously we're doing long distance. Yeah. And I was like, wow, everything about this is so unconventional. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, so it's really, it's nice. And, and, and I think it's amazing because there's just a lot more <coughs> mystery and yeah. suspense to this. Yeah, there's like a... 
I remember actually, I think it was in high school, like we were in debate and then mm-hmm. we were talking, I think the motion was like something along the lines of like, um, this house would like uh, make it like illegal for people to be like, for arrange for not a re- uh, forced marriages or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. La. So then we were like, wow, it's so hard to like, how do you debate it? Of course, you know, everyone is against like forced marriages or even arranged marriages yeah, for, yeah, that, yeah. for, for to, to a certain extent. But then I think I was talking to Pontambi. Pontambi was like, no, like, actually, if you, there's a different side to it. Because if you like um, date someone, you put your best forward. Yes. And then it's just a discovery of the worst. Yes. But like when you like actually go to like an arranged marriage, not a forced marriage, but an arranged marriage mm-hmm. where your parents are like, I, everything's compatible, yeah. you know, yeah. then you all just want to get married and have kids or whatever. Yeah. Or you feel like I just, I'm ready to get married. Yeah. Then you get married and it's not always the case, but actually what it is, is like a discovery of the, you start to discover all the, the best attributes first. You'll be like more pleasantly surprised. You'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah, this. yeah. I mean, yeah, because there's no expectations. Yes, and expectations are very low. Very low, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you don't know where to set the bar. So when you go into this thing and then you meet this guy or girl, yeah. you're like, oh, so this is how you do it. It actually feels like that for me, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. as I get to know him every day, I'm like, oh. I think oh, you're spot on. The, the word is the expectations. When you date someone, the expectations are yes. so, so high. Yes. And it's like you're just evaluating people Correct. based on the last person you dated and the prospective person you might Correct. get. Correct. So yeah. when you take someone like that at face value, it's just a discovery of the person, the good and the bad, right? Correct. And my dad has always <clears throat> emphasized that um, the make or break of a relationship is the expectations you have yeah. of that person. Right, right, right. So the lower your expectations, the less disappointed you'd be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the happier you'd be, like, yeah. basically. It's tricky because you don't want to get someone who's bad. You, yeah, of you know, course. You, of course, you need to value yourself. Of course. But at the same time, sometimes I think because we like grow up in Hollywood, so we have the, or even like yeah, Bollywood. Yeah, yeah. So we have like this super crazy super Idea, high expectations. expectation yeah yeah we expect to be like swept off our feet all the time you know? i was kind of swept on my feet <laughs> maybe but because you're not expecting it la. yeah so yeah exactly this whole thing happened at the most unexpected time right. uh at the time i was actually not looking for anything <laughs> yeah. and i saw something i was like Ooh. <laughs> right. this nice <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but of course, at the start, at the beginning, it was very <coughs> uh, physical, I'd say. Yeah. So you look at a person, you think this person is good looking. Sure. And whatnot, and I'm like, okay, I want to get to know more. Mm-hmm. I want to get to know him more. Mm-hmm. So <coughs> I still remember when um, he ne- he knows my brother and my sister. Mm-hmm. He knows both of them very well. Yeah. But he doesn't know anything about me. Right. He, he just knew very little of me. And likewise I've heard of his name yeah. but I just didn't know how this person looked like I didn't know anything about him nothing so when we actually met and spoke um, he was like oh you are the one that does some sort of um, baking right <laughs> and I'm like yes there's more to me than just that <laughs> then after I was like okay <laughs> after a while another person mentioned like oh you know she's a dentist like oh you're a dentist and I'm just like wow <laughs> I'm like this guy really knows nothing of me <laughs> <laughs> and and my pickup line on him was um, oh you have really nice smile and he was yeah. like oh thank you and uh-huh. I'm like from a dentist so there's like a double compliment <laughs> yeah uh, yeah and I was like so do you want to use aligners <laughs> like Invisalign and he yeah. was like okay I, now I'm not too sure if it's a compliment <laughs> or not <laughs> so funny and uh, he mentioned that I mean, I asked him what he does and he told me, oh, the, the other friend mentioned like, oh, uh, he's a sugar daddy. I'm like, cool, I need one of them. <laughs> and then they were like, no, he actually works in a sugar factory. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that 
Then you in your mind, like, yes lah, let's go. Free sugar <laughs> for my baking. Nice. <laughs> Supplier for life. To all my patients, please don't get scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but I guess it's good also because he knows your brother. So there is some accountability there. There's a bit of watching of character. Uh, yeah, bit. but I don't think my brother would have to say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure your brother would not allow, I'm not saying allow, but he would definitely have told you if this guy was a complete douchebag. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, you know, so, I mean, he, of course, he is also be telling you rationally, like, take your time, take your time. Yeah, time. that's the only thing he's been stressing, is like, <laughs> Monisha, take your time. What's the rush? To why are you rushing? And I'm just like, I'm not rushing. <laughs> it's so funny because I know your brother, I can imagine him yeah. saying it. <laughs> and he, he would call me every single day and tell me that. Monica, you know, take a time. What's the rush? I'm like, I am not rushing. <laughs> and he's like, no, you know, you should take a time. I'm like, bro, I'm not rushing. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, um, as per your timeline, you <laughs> are rushing. I'm like, no, I'm not. It's just, everything is just falling into place so nicely. And and you're sure. Uh, la. I'm sure, yeah. I'm, I'm I think like sure. dating is that process of just trying to figure out like whether this person is for you. Correct. If you figure it out, you figure it out. La, That's you know? true. So if you figure it out earlier, yeah. yes. And for me, it's like, hey, for, for us, both of us, me and... um. John. <laughs> John. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we we both um, agree that time is relative. Mm. So uh, if it takes two weeks for you to, it can take two weeks for you to realize that okay, this this the person you want for yeah. the rest of your life, or it can also take up to two years or twenty years. Mm. You know, I know people who have dated for more than ten years, yeah. and they're still. Not sure. Yeah, yeah, of course. Whether they'd like to marry each other or not. So I feel yeah. like there's no time. You can't really put time to this. It's like when you know, you know. Then mm. trust your gut and pray. Yeah, yeah. And go ahead, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. And even like I guess he must be an interesting dude as well. He is. Because I think for guys, there's always like for better or for worse, I think a lot of girls are like on a biological clock. Yes, and it's yes. a thing that you know, it's on a lot of girls' minds, especially if so you too. want to have yeah. a child. Yes. It's a thing on your mind. Whereas <laughs> guys, you don't have that added pressure. That's true. It just, it, you do, but it's like, not as intense and it takes a bit longer. Like, I think if you're in your mid-30s then it starts to kick in. Correct. Like. But for, for girls, I think it's much earlier. Yep. So, but for him to also like, want to it's very like legit la, you know most guys want to just you know play around and have no, fun that's true and mm. um, we did have this conversation before he um, asked me mm-hmm. <coughs> he was like um, how, how, how when do you when would you like to get married what's your timeline I'm like uh, by the age of 30 mm. and he's like oh 30 that's like soon and I'm like yeah then I asked him what about you he was like oh 34 35 <laughs> and I'm like you know, the math doesn't really add up because <laughs> he's just a year older than me. Right, if right, I'm 30 right. and you're 35, eh. yeah, 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 yeah. and and then he just and then a few days later he just asked me you know, if I would like to if I would like to marry him, yeah. and I'm just like, okay, nice, yeah. So like parents all on board and <clears throat> everything. Yep, they I they, they they do like him. Right. Yeah, they they really do like him. Yeah, his parents are okay. Yeah, his parents are cool. They are, wow. they are happy. I think what my parents and his parents, I think they're on the same page. They're like, if this is what you want <clears throat> and if this makes you happy, then go ahead. I think for them in my in their heads, mm. it's like an arranged marriage would work the same way. Yeah, You get to know someone with the intention of getting married to the person. Yeah. So for them, I think they've, they've programmed it in their mind for it to look like an arranged marriage. Yeah. But and it's I, not. And I'm sure like that generation, they'll be a 
would be a bit more used to it they would have seen couples like that yeah um your parents were love marriage or yeah love my parents his parents too you know oh, right, all right, love right, marriage right. yeah my mom and dad dated for like i think 4 years oh okay okay yeah. okay that's so interesting wow but it's going to be like a big shift so that means you're going to go to the uk lah yeah right, right, <laughs> that right. is the plan so plan is get married get on the flight and go then figure it out Are you going to get so you're going to get married here or that? Yeah, getting yeah. married here. Okay, this podcast a lot of BSD people are going to hear it. So <laughs> I think a lot of people are going to expect wedding invitations from you. I'll just post it up on my Instagram guys. Just come. We don't need any invite. Just just the attend you, it. YouTube yeah. YouTube link will be posted. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No That's problem. So cool. Come come come. Everyone's invited. <laughs> Not so, telling you where. <laughs> yeah, so another reason we wanted to, this just like is from us just catching up yes it right? is just catching and this up. just shows you how long we have not spoken so okay we went to school together yeah. i always like to ask like bsd people this oh for those who don't know bsd is banda sri ramansara yay the best place on earth <laughs> the most interesting place on earth it's it is. literally a giant circle yeah it's a it's an oval it's a oval <laughs> <laughs> so what is your memories of me in high school memories of you yeah We were in the same. We were in the prefect board together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so Roshan yeah. was this guy who was. I was a bit intense back then. You, you were capable. I mean, I always saw you as this very capable guy, mm. very responsible guy who was who had like a great sense of humor. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. So you're always funny. Yeah. But you got things done. Oh, that's nice. So I really like that about you. I think you're very focused. So you're funny, and you got things done, and everyone liked you. Everyone mm, knew you and everyone liked you. I guess I like so. you know <laughs> really I I don't think I've not had anyone tell me that they thought otherwise of you or no. what teachers loved you <laughs> you know <laughs> and uh yeah I mean you were you were the famous first class boy who is like no 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 <clears throat> I think people perceive me to be that I was not even in first class <laughs> oh yeah 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 what is the second class jati yeah is it jati maranti jati like oh I don't know chamak I don't know, but anyway, I was in the second <laughs> class. But people perceive me to be that for sure, lah. Yeah, because you were a prefect and yeah. you were known. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I I think you were you were amazing in school, and I'm quite proud of. Uh, thanks, thanks. Where I you mean, are right now, this whole podcasting, I think it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I remember you also being like very, very responsible. Really? I, yeah, yeah, for sure, hundred percent. And wow. you also very intelligent. You are first class. <laughs> no. You I, I, I was I was I was the the last person in the first class. <laughs> 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 a bit like Shobala. Shobala so was the same. <laughs> in our form, I think Shobala was the only Indian in the first class, but yeah. she was always like last. In, like every exam, she was last. Shobala, you can kill Roshan after this. <laughs> I don't think she'd be unhappy with that. It's actually true. I was yeah. in the second class. Ah uh, yeah, I was like the last. Yeah, I was always the last in the first class. <laughs> And then there's Amrit, my best friend, who was the yeah. first in the first oh, class. Amrit was very, very. Amrit was like, oh, like. A year ahead of everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amar is always. I mean, she went to tuition a year ahead. Yeah. How is she? What is she doing? She's a doctor right now. She's working with uh, in Sungai Bulo. Oh wow. She's in the. She's. I think she's part of the COVID team. She was part of the COVID team. Right. <clears throat> she's been. Yeah, she's very. She's still great at whatever she does. Is Amrit. She so she enjoys it and everything. I think she enjoyed it initially. Oh, uh, but it's tough, like, especially with COVID. It would have yeah. been like, very intense. It's like it's taking a toll on her, as in com- sleep wise and all that. But she's very, Amrit's very dedicated, very passionate. So yeah. she she she's she's doing well. Shout out Amrit. Hope you're keeping well. See Amrit, I mentioned your name here. <laughs> <laughs> If she listens to this, I will make oh, her man. listen. <laughs> she was a prefect as well. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. I just like lost touch with everything. <clears throat> it's crazy. 
So yeah, we another thing we wanted to talk about was I mean the reason this whole thing came about is because you're super famous as being you know this, this <laughs> dentist and also baker, this competing <laughs> for competing professions, this this inconsistent anomaly. Yeah. This irony in life. <laughs> <laughs> Life is always more interesting with two things. Yeah. With a bit, uh, with a bit of drama and a lot of irony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is yeah. irony makes life easier to live in because yeah. if you are if you can't like just look at life a little bit like a joke. Yeah. Life is it bec- life becomes really really heavy. That's true. Yeah, it becomes really really intense. Yeah, and and I think it's it's very important to be able to laugh or smile in difficult situations so then again it comes down to the way you look at life mm. so if you're very if you're if you're a very serious person and you're if you're going through a difficult time you're going to be very um i don't know very bogged down yeah it becomes very heavy so i like it's not always the case but like in funerals mm. i like it, i really like like it i think there's a special kind of feeling when the grief is there and it you everything comes out But then there's like laughter after that. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, like I think two years ago, I lost my grandma, mm. my dad's mom. Mm, yeah, there was grief, but everyone got to, came back home and everyone got together, and there mm. was there was also a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not a nice way of putting it, but you know, no, we, yeah, we yeah, were we sure. were we were grieving, but it was nice to have everyone back. There was there was still laughter, and I think my grandma would be would have been very happy knowing that. Yeah, you know, it's almost like if there's laughter in the family, it's or after death, it's almost like a good thing because laughter is the best medicine. Yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure, and it also means like that that life was a good life, like I think. Yeah, it's only like you don't really have that when it's like either the person was a very tough person mm. or there was like a very great tragedy, la, Like yeah, you know, yeah, of course, of course, like a very you know like. Like a bus accident or something. Yeah, Then that's it's true. very it's difficult because yeah. it was it feels like so. Uh, what's the word for it? So like random. Yes. You know, but when so someone sad, has yeah. lived a life, yeah. you know, even if it's like a, like even if it's a short life, but if it's a full life, yeah, that's you true. You can celebrate that life. Yeah, that's true. Once again, time is relative. <laughs> <It's> relative. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So, yeah. but yeah, how did you get into? Okay, let's start with the dentistry. <clears throat> okay, so. Um, dentistry obviously happened. So um, I've always wanted to be a doctor. Okay. Obviously, Indian household <laughs> thing. Right. Um, always wanted to be a doctor. I was not pressured into it, no. But I've always wanted to be <coughs> a doctor till I watched a video. This this some surgery was being performed in someone's stomach. Mm-hmm. They were removing a tumor, and I saw that I puked right after. I was like, nope, oh, this is not for me. Damn. And my mom looked at me. She's like, oh no, how now? <laughs> and after I was like, I don't know what else to be. Then she's like, have you thought of being a dentist? I'm like, hmm. Mm. Yeah okay. <laughs> That's exactly how it happened. So right. when I was 16 years old, I told myself, "Okay, you know what? I want to be a dentist." Mm-hmm. Um, I did have people telling me, "Like, really, you want to be a dentist? Mm-hmm. You know, there's 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 easier things that you could do. You know, of course, this comes down to people thinking I was not good enough or capable enough mm. to be a dentist. Yeah. Uh, how do you deal with that? It was actually a teacher who told me that. You know. Really. Yeah. Can we say the name? Um, like Malay teacher, Chinese teacher, Chinese teacher. Uh, okay, you know what we say. Let's not cause trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so she told me because I um I didn't I I was not performing well in school because okay mm. be, to be honest I didn't like school. Yeah. I felt school was a complete waste of time. Mm. Because I I I'm a person like I like get 
I like knowing what I'm doing. Mm. So school was just just this general thing that everyone had to go through and whatnot. So I felt like it was kind of a waste of my time. Mm. So I didn't really perform well in school. My my grades weren't that. Yeah, like I said lah. F- um, the first class last student that was mm. me because I didn't really give a shit actually. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and so I had this teacher call me one day to her table. She was like, "So what do you want to be?" Like sarcastically, and I'm like, "Oh, I want to be a dentist." And she was like, "Wow, really?" Do Damn. You, yeah, she's like, she's like, you know, there's more to this than just that. Why don't you try something easier? Uh, after and and she's being so sarcastic. I I actually got so, to be honest, I got ch- I was I mean I would like to thank her Is for she a challenging. Yeah, very, very short teacher. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just whispered the name in Russian. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. And okay. um, <laughs> I took that as a challenge. Yeah, yeah. And. I completed dental school with a uh, first class. Oh wow. Yeah. Congrats, congrats. It's yeah. great. So I did 2 years in India, Salem, oh I started in PIDC, Penang International Dental College. Mm-hmm. So I did 2 years in India as a twinning program and mm. then the remaining 3 years, the clinical years were in Penang. Right, right, right. And everything went well and I graduated first class and I also worked on <coughs> our first Uh, uni magazine uh-huh. in India, so we re- never really had a magazine. Yeah. So I worked on it. I think it's called La Corona. Mm-hmm. I think my lecturers were proud of me. I think <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "Oh, finally, someone is doing something." <laughs> yeah. I don't know if there's a second edition though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know there was one, <laughs> the one I did. Yeah. Yeah, that, and then um, came back to Penang. Uh, yeah, studied, had fun, and whatnot. So how this baking thing started was I've always loved baking. Mm. I think that. But my mom didn't bake, mm. so I've never had any baking experience. Like growing up, I never saw anyone baking, but I really liked it because I think of all the cartoons and what we watch. You know, the lady always bakes and puts the nice cake on the table. So, and I I have a ma- massive sweet tooth. Right, right, right. So right. I really love sweet things. Uh, so I generally I always I was more inclined to making it myself. So in third year, <coughs> inspired by many seniors back in uh, India, many of them started had their own business. So they would bake cakes and sell. Right. So I thought that was really cool. But I didn't want to do it back in India because it's a bit difficult to get the ingredients mm-hmm. for me. Like it was difficult. So when I came back, I thought about it. I was like, you know what? Uh, I'll never know until I try. Mm-hmm. So once again, I trusted my gut. And I started baking. So initially, I'd bake for my friends. Mm. I I used to bake for. The most randomest birthdays, and mm. I have done many for free, mm. just so that people know I'd bake. I was baking, mm. and my cakes when I started it was probably the ugliest cakes you'll ever see, lah. Mm. <laughs> of course, you know I j- just bad, really ugly, but tasted good, mm. but didn't look nice. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so that's when I came up with. I was thinking. I thought hard of a name, mm. so I was like, how do I make this interesting? Mm. So I was like, "Hey, sweet tooth obviously means sweet tooth." Yeah. Then I was like, "Hey, toothache. <laughs> That's related to what I do." Yeah. I'm a dentist who bakes. Yeah. So this is exactly how I came up with the name sweet toothache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I took it from there. I used to bake. There were there were months <coughs> where I had no orders. Yeah. And uh, that was interesting because I used the money from sweet toothache as like extra pocket money. Right. So yeah. I had fun baking, and yeah, I, mean, you're doing <coughs> I had many friends who who supported me mm-hmm. and would order from me, even though it's ugly. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Are you doing? I mean, you did really well. What? Like, you came out even like a newspaper. Yeah, that was recently. Was that like Star? 
Was it Star? No, that was um, Oh my god uh, <laughs> <laughs> I still can't remember But yeah, you, you've come out You've been printed You know, it's like legit Yeah People have like these really weird That was the um, Yeah, okay, I forgot The first what? No, uh, no, uh, no, no, no I was just thinking of the name of the uh, I forgot the name of the paper Yeah, it's alright People can find it <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll put their handle They can go to your Instagram <laughs> yeah. account or whatever But uh, people have this really weird relationship with dentists Oh yes, it's tell odd. me about it I, I always think about it like People are really like more afraid of uh, dentists than doctors Yes And I was talking I have a cousin who's a dentist okay. a, a dentist. She's in Swanbury Hospital Okay but she does kids. Mm-hmm. So I think it was her who, if I'm not mistaken, she was telling, oh, no, 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 it was not her. I met, I actually met a friend of mine who's getting married mm-hmm. and he wanted me to be his groomsman and MC with another girl. Okay. So this girl is actually a dentist in Sabah. She had just come down. So like we were talking about it and then she said like she thinks it's like the vulnerability of the your position. Like because everything is like, you know, your, your, your throat is up, your, your arms are down. It's kind of like a very vulnerable position. That and I think what I think what the real problem is here is okay when you go to an, a doctor, a medical yeah. doctor, you can actually see what they're doing. Mm. But with a dentist, you don't know what's happening. Right. You can only feel and hear. Right. So because you can't see, you you're you're not, you're not in control. Yeah. So you're lying down. Yeah. And all you have to do is open your mouth. You don't know what's going to happen. But you'll only be able to feel it. So if it's going to be painful, you'll feel a sudden pain. Right. You know. So I think that's why people are very afraid because you can't see. Yeah. You know, you you don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going to happen next. So I think I think it's more of like anxiety. Yeah, I think your your danger alerts your 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 human like um yeah uh, inclination or your defense mechanisms kick in right and they're like yes. something is wrong, something is wrong, something yes. is wrong, right? Because like. Yeah, it's a very like it is a very vulnerable position. You know, you can it be is, easily yeah. killed. <laughs> you know. No, I've never killed anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but and and also like teeth pain is a particular type of pain. Yes, they say people say dental pain and tooth pain yeah. is more painful than labor pain. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I I will let you know in a few years. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. I, I've, not, I've not heard that, but that seems intense. Yeah. And mostly this comes from men. Then again, <laughs> how would you know? <laughs> um, it's like even to explain like a toothache, right? It's yeah. like a weird, you don't have that kind of pain like anywhere else. It's okay. like a throbbing kind of like And it gets to like, your head. Yeah. yeah. To your brain. They always say like, oh, my entire left side, it goes up to my head. I'm like, of course, it's attached <laughs> to your head. <laughs> yeah. So usually, the, the first thing someone says, my patients say when they walk in is like, oh, do you know I'm really scared of the dentist? Or do you know I really hate the dentist? I'm like, hi, <laughs> welcome to the dentist. <laughs> and I hear that on a daily basis. Mm. But to be honest, I think, I think, when when children come in, they're much more nicer. They're like, oh, I like the dentist. Yeah. When they're really curious and whatnot, then I have adults coming in and saying that they don't like me and they, not me, they don't like the dentist and they're really scared and whatnot. So I think usually most often the consultation, the first 20 minutes, yeah. all I'm doing is... Assuring. Yep. Do you think it could also be like how, maybe because like, the, because like maybe back in the day, 
Yes. You know the the way then I mean the it's advanced so much right but like last time like one main procedure was like extraction right mm-hmm. pulling pulling and that is a really painful I think in Malaysia right yeah. many many of us are traumatized because of the school visit Oh yeah So the school dental visit is usually done by mostly nurses Mm-mm-mm. and nurses um government okay I worked in the government sector mm. so I went through that so it was always Uh, what we were always chasing for is time mm. the very high volume and no time Mm-mm-mm. so you could not really manja manja the patients all you have to do is just get the damn tooth out yeah or put the filling in that's crazy so it was always like pop next pop next you yeah. know when you're done go next and so that itself was a very traumatizing event because you you just had to do it fast and you don't care how you do it yeah do it You know, yeah. if you have to get the tooth out, if you have to hold the patient down, Ooh. hold the student down, just hold the student down, pull it out, which is very traumatizing. Yeah. You know, and same same thing in <clears throat> the government clinics or so. But of course, now it's so much better. better yeah. yeah. Now, it's like people like me in the sector, and we are more conscious, I guess. Yeah. You know, the last thing I want to do is traumatize you because I know if I traumatize you today, yeah. I'm gonna have a hard time yeah. later on. So just to make it easy for me and my fellow colleagues, mm. we all. Uh, and we all try to give our patients like a very um, comfortable mm. and nice, calming experience. And I feel like dentists now like don't. I don't know. Like my experience is like dentists now they don't like. I think like extraction or like pulling mm-hmm. out is like not really the first option. Yes, that's usually our last option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there's hundred more things that we could do yeah. to try and save your tooth yeah. uh, before pulling it out. Yeah, yeah. But then again, it comes down to how fast you come and see us, how soon you come and see us. Right, right. So if you come to a point where I'm just left with nothing else to do but um, extraction, mm-hmm. then most of the time patients are like, oh, you know, can you do something about it? I'm like, I really can't. So mm. people always say dentistry is expensive. Mm. <clears throat> I mean, going to the dentist is expensive, but it's actually not neglect. It's It's mm. expensive. If it's like in really, it's like a car that is like badly <coughs> damaged. Of course, the repairs are going to cost a lot yes. more, right? Correct. That's interesting. I remember this Insta story that you posted. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. There was this one where <laughs> I, there was I post this, all the time. Did, no, it was like like uh, a lady had come in, uh-huh. and then y'all had done. You know that there were maggots. <gasps> yeah. Know, that, that was crazy. The maggots. That kid. was crazy. Yes. Okay. So that was during my hospital posting in. Trunganu. Yeah. So usually for dentists. Till today, I tell people about really? that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's so crazy. Okay, so that condition. Oh my god! Speaking about it, even I have like goosebumps. <laughs> so. Um, that post motivates me to brush my teeth <laughs> twice a day on a daily basis because of that oh post. <laughs> I am glad to help. <laughs> so um, I was okay. So we go through this thing where you work a year in the government. Mm. Then you get posted to the oral surgery and pediatric dentistry in the hospital. So when I was in my surgery posting, um, we had this really old auntie come in, and she was basically she paralyzed. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and she lived in this kampung house, so uh, where. They had caretakers, like her kids were taking care of her, but I don't think they really took care of her. And because she had, she has brain dead, lah. Basically, she's oh. in a coma. Okay, oh, ah, yeah, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, coma, not not paralyzed. Yeah, she was in a coma, and because she had no control over her, people had to take care of her and feed her and whatnot. And um, her mouth was left open, okay, <coughs> the entire time. Yeah. And I think that's how, like, f- this fly 
landed in her mouth. Oh damn! Laid the eggs because uh. of course the hygiene was just really bad. They were yeah. feeding her. Nobody brushed her teeth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. she didn't really have teeth. And probably N- like they left food. Uh, food. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was really. Um, That happened. I mean, the reason the fly laid eggs in the mouth is because hygiene was really poor. Yeah. And the fly fly laid eggs, and she, at one point, she's like really, uh, she had like high fever and whatnot. So that's when they brought her in, and then they realized like there's more to this than just normal fever. Yeah. And then the surgery, oral surgery team, we. And we saw her, and we realized that there's like okay. The reason we saw she was referred to us because she had a hole in her gums. Right. She had like a massive hole. Right. And when we oh my god, I'm having goosebumps. <laughs> I really feel so much of sympathy for this lady. Man. Yeah. <clears throat> and when we put the um, torchlight in, and we saw like we could see like movement and whatnot. Oh damn! So there was like white maggots, oh, and oh my my, my surgeon at that, at that point she was just. She just put the tweezers in, and she's just plucking, just like removing maggots after maggots. I think at that point we removed about three or four. Oh never my god! Never more. Oh my god! That's and this, in this, and is this condition called oral meiosis? Right. It's an actual condition, and only happens like in 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 uh, um, poor hygiene, low socioeconomic yeah 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 uh, areas and. Just basically neglect lah. Yeah, that's a severe yeah. neglect lah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So then, what do you all do after that? You just removed everything. And We then have to remove it, put her on antibiotics, and yeah. and she's just fine, clean. Yeah. But then, um, the family wanted to discharge her, uh-huh. so they insisted. So we. Why did they want to discharge her? I don't. Know. Because they they found it difficult to come to the hospital every day and visit her and whatnot. And to take care of her, because it's government hospital, what? Mm-hmm. <coughs> But they insisted, so we let her go on, on their own. But maggots all gone now. Yeah, yeah. We oh, okay. we we treated we treated her as right. much we did as much as we could. We did what we could. Yeah. In that short period of time, and then we let her go, lah. That's crazy. That's yeah. another thing that like, people don't realize. Like I was watching a video about this guy who lost his hearing, mm-hmm. and he was saying like how, uh, because of his loss of hearing, it like. Affected like his body, mm-hmm. you know. Like I think, like he was saying, some I might be butchering this, but something like he's like a high risk of certain cancers, just oh. because he like lost. It might it might be cancer or something else, ah. Uh. Okay. But he's like at risk of certain things uh-huh. because he lost his hearing. Then to me, like that's so funny, like how your hearing can affect your the your body's health in that way. Okay, <clears throat> I don't know the details of that, yeah. but let me just tell you. Okay, last exactly a year ago, I was tested. Covid positive. Uh-huh. Okay, so at that point, I lost my uh, taste right. sensation, and I got my taste and smell back. Uh, sl- I started getting back slowly, like after three weeks, three mm. to four weeks, and I would say I, I got it back hundred percent. Maybe just few months back. Okay, okay. So it was a long, long. time where there, there were, I'll go. There were moments where I just couldn't taste anything. Damn. Right. Oh, I just suddenly couldn't smell anything. It's because of COVID. It's called long COVID, lots yeah. of the after effects of COVID. Mm. And I was talking to my friend yesterday about this, and he said, like, do you know many people committed suicide mm. because they just couldn't taste for six months? No, that's crazy. So, yeah, it's really crazy. Just imagine the best part of life is eating. Yeah. And you can't taste anything, and 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 to be very honest, that's really shitty. Yeah. You know, we take things for granted and whatnot. And you know, when I when I lost my taste during COVID, that's when I knew, like, oh my god, this is really important. Yeah. You know, I I that's when I started thanking God for, 
being able to taste and god please you know give back my taste buds because <laughs> yeah. i want to be able to taste after this i really couldn't taste anything so the i said i had chicken teriyaki and i was like this is just yucky yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know i couldn't taste anything it's just texture only lah no you, it's very bland right. just imagine you're eating you know what chicken teriyaki tastes yeah, like yeah. and so your mouth is bland so it's like porridge or mm, I, don't, i don't know how to explain it's like it's like worse than water worse than water yeah Damn. <laughs> yeah, water has a bit of a taste. Yeah. Oh, so it was so just imagine and then during the entire time my mom my mom made sure she cooked home cooked food and it was rasam and all that right. and I know I'm having that. Yeah. And I know I'm eating chicken curry but I cannot taste anything. It tastes just imagine in your head you know what it's supposed to taste like and in in on your on your tongue it tastes like water or worse yeah, than water. It would be so surreal also. Yeah, so apparently many people committed suicide mm. because of that and I was like oh my god. See there's one thing I think people don't really talk about like how many people took their lives because yeah. of this because of covid because of the pandemic because of the lockdowns yeah. you know it's crazy It is I mean I had like um Okay disclaimer if everyone is having like negative thoughts or whatever please go and consult a, yes, a mental do. health expert So I'm going to talk about like a, a scenario here please I'm putting my disclaimer here please 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 take care of yourselves but Yes please I had like a mutual friend who told me about how Uh, in their neighborhood they are, they all have friends in the mm-hmm. neighborhood and they all know the aunties and uncles the, the parents of all these neighborhood mm-hmm. kids and how one of their friends mom who's in the neighborhood like when she found out the second lockdown like the second proper MCO mm-hmm. the MCO again mm-hmm. uh she just hung herself oh no she and she has no history of mental health issues she has no like depression or anxiety it's just that she knew there was a lockdown she doesn't know when she's going to see her family like her aunt, like her sisters and her you know oh all no. those she just hung herself and the son the youngest son was the only one in the house he was sleeping he woke up came down Shit. saw the mother like hanging from the oh stairway had to uh, untie her uh, call the ambulance then she passed away in the ambulance and for them it was like so shocking i mean they knew she was down yeah oh my but like God. she never had a his- never had history of this so usually i think like i wouldn't say they never had a history it goes unnoticed maybe maybe yeah. or maybe like because this is something that no one has ever gone through we really yeah. don't understand the like psychological and sociological imp- uh, implications of keeping human beings locked in a place yeah 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 it's like actually in a way this living in a city is like living in a zoo being trapped in a zoo mm, yeah. but you can find like moments of like freedom and all that yes. but when you actually stuck in your house it's really like being caged up you yeah, know yeah it is it is it is actually you know like um I didn't really feel it much during mm. the MCO. Mm-mm-mm. It's because I had to go to work regardless. So I was right. in the front frontliner crew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I had to go to work and I and I am a person who's very I'm very social. Yeah. I uh, I just love going out, I love meeting people and whatnot. But during that time when I knew I couldn't meet anyone, I actually kept myself busy with work. Mm-mm-mm. And I think go, being able to go out to work itself kept me sane yeah 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 you know yeah, and i yeah. can only imagine how how it would have affected those who were working from home and those who couldn't just yeah couldn't go out you know especially if you're like an extrovert and you draw yes. energy from other people i yes. imagine it being so difficult for me personally i'm this is something i don't struggle with like okay. i'm really okay being home okay but also because i was legal so it's actually an essential service so a lot of times i was actually going out anyway mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but like staying at home for me like it's not it i actually got like I had to quarantine early in COVID because my firm had uh, my firm was one of the first few law firms to get. Okay. We had two po- people positive, so we had to quarantine. So my uh, aunt. I'm part- sorry. I I when initially when you said your 
legal I heard it as I'm illegal I'm like no <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. no no I assure Sorry. you I have my IC don't worry it's blue it's fine no so like uh, I had to go to my aunt's place which mm-hmm. was empty and I was there like for two weeks just mm-hmm. by myself but mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it okay. you know people were calling they were worried about me but I think for me my personality is just such that I'm okay being at home alone but I like my brother for example I mm. know it would kill him mm-hmm. no no I mean like as in I knew it would really affect him because yeah. he's, he really likes being with, pe- with people yeah. and even when he's away from people he's always like still keeping connected to people through like you know social media, social and, media and everything yeah. or calling no even my mom my mom just loves being at home Yeah. <laughs> she the the moment they say lockdown and you stay at home. Oh my god, she was the happiest person. <laughs> she's very happy until now. She's still working from home. She's like the moment they say no you can go back to work and all she's like I really hope I don't make it into that list where I have to go back to work. I'm like what? <laughs> she's like no I really love it working from home. She, another, she loves it. Another thing, another one. I'm sorry but I have to mention it. It's not like I stalk you so much but <laughs> but honestly One of the funniest videos I've ever seen What? is that video of you and Vishnu sitting with your parents. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! You're, like you're doing that video where you're telling like your routine, yeah. but it's like a fake routine, <laughs> but your parents don't know. So you're like, we get up like six in the morning, we yeah. cook breakfast, and like. I, so I told my parents, okay, I'm going to make a video because I was, you know, actively creating content yeah. for Sweet Tooth Egg at that point. Right, right, so right. I was like, okay, I'm going to make a video for Sweet Tooth Egg, and they were like, okay, I'm like, so. Don't say anything just be a part of the video <laughs> yeah. and um I'm going to just say my routine I'm going to bring Meshna in and she's going to also speak about her routine <laughs> yeah. and my parents like oh yeah okay that that's easy yeah, yeah. and put the camera in front and we started talking and they were like what they were so so this funny. all lies <laughs> I love that video so I watched it a few times <laughs> it was so funny because you know your parents reaction is so genuine yeah. they were like oh my god <laughs> is this for real <laughs> <laughs> and my sister was, my meshna was even even more um meshna lied more la, basically yeah, 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 yeah. when i told her like i told her okay she asked me what are you going to speak about i'm like yeah i'm going to speak about this is then she's like but that's kind of what you do yeah yeah you know yeah. uh, they'd believe you more and i'm like yeah okay so let me make it unbelievable a bit la, so i tried yeah. but when she started talking <laughs> my parents i think i think they were like what on earth you know this is free. you're freaking lying through your teeth <laughs> and after we recorded the thing i told my parents were like you know you're not you're not supposed to react yeah, yeah. it's it's a video for sweet tooth egg and they were like no 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 but we really tried we never <laughs> we never said anything what we never said anything so like we make coffee for our parents <laughs> and they were like oh, what <laughs> Oh my god! My and my my sister when she said like you know I cook for my mom and dad they were like wow on earth she doesn't even step into the kitchen. I'm going to repost that video on our socials. That it's so so funny. I love that video so much. It's so funny, yeah. Oh man! Imagine I, if your brother was in the video. <laughs> I think yeah, that would be even even more funny. Yeah, he, maybe he probably would have walked out. I mean, the stuff that came out of his mouth, I think my parents would have really you know what they're like you know what I'm going to flip the table right now. This I've had enough you know today. So, yeah. Yeah. This is, I think like <coughs> the I mean we are fortunate and privileged that our families are such a big support structure for a yeah, lot of us. You know. A lot of people don't have that, yeah. you know. Again, I, I remember reading at the time in the newspaper of that man who his wife passed away because of covid, I think, and then he just jumped off like a building and then he left his like what 15 year old girl. Oh. You know, okay, I didn't read that, but I mean, yeah, but yeah, I've heard people. many yeah. stories like that during the whole crazy. pandemic. Yeah, one point was really mad. Like people yeah. were like, you know, the flyovers. They were yeah, yeah, it was oh my insane. gosh, it was insane. That, that was really sad, lah. It's like weird. Like, it's like really like a weird social experiment. Like mm. What happens when you put people, lock people down? Yeah, and I know it was like a very complicated situation. You, you don't want like a disease to spread because once you're out of bottle, you can't 
put it back in the bottle. Correct. I get that, but it's something we've learned, lah. Like you can't. Yeah, I mean, you COVID, have to be COVID's going to be with us. Yeah. And all we have to do is just learn to maneuver around it. Yeah. Uh, and personally, for me, I don't think lockdown should be the way to go anymore. No, anymore, lah. At yeah. the at the time, because we didn't know yes, so much. Yes. At that point, yes. I understand that, but like now. Yeah. yeah I think. No. I think we have to learn how to live with it. Yeah. And thanks to all the vaccines and the booster shots and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, it's it's, I for me, I feel actually helping. Mm. Everyone, because now when you when you do get COVID, it isn't as bad as yeah. uh, how it was. So when I was diagnosed with COVID one year back, this was before I got my shots. Right, right, right. So it was really it's actually quite crazy, you know, because I I had shortness of breath mm. from brushing my teeth. Oh damn! Yeah, I had shortness of breath from just brushing my teeth. Oh wow, it was really bad, huh? <clears throat> yeah, it was, and um, I I was so bored being locked in the room, yeah. so I had my I opened my adult c- coloring book, you know, the, the the secret garden and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So you know how it's very detailed and whatnot. Yeah. So I picked out a page, the simplest one, and I colored leaves. Yeah. Probably e- uh, easily about uh, six to seven leaves. Right. I got so tired coloring those leaves yeah. i slept after that for like four five hours oh that's crazy yeah mm. yeah it was crazy like it just coloring leaves okay i did with the shading and whatnot <laughs> like, that 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 took up a lot of my energy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it was crazy uh so so when when someone comes to tell me you know you know covid is not real and <laughs> the booster doesn't work the you vaccine know, doesn't work you, i'm like you, you, but you know i mean i'm sure you know about our famous yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know he's okay. actually he's okay on the podcast. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. He came on a podcast then kurang aja man this uh then he came on a podcast but like I felt the podcast for me like I really believe in like engaging with people that yes. have different views yes. because for me I feel like if you don't engage with them then it's like they just going to fester. Correct. And people say oh you shouldn't give a platform but I feel like if it reaches out to other people who also have these views and yes. we can have this conversation so, but even I, when I did it with him, when I spoke to him, I felt like I wasn't, maybe the problem was I was not the best person to have mm. this discussion with him just in terms of like the medical stuff. I didn't, yeah. I know, I'm a lawyer. I'm not, a, yeah. I can talk about lockdowns. I can't yes. talk about, medical you know, the medical room. stuff yeah. of it. Or I can talk about your liberty and your civil <clears throat> rights yeah. a little bit, but I can't, we can't talk about, you know, the medical stuff, yes. right? So the episode, so it was his episode, it was another episode. Then the episode after that, I got my, uh, brother who is basically a researcher mm-hmm. I mean he's a conservationist so he deals with okay. research all the time okay. and my cousin in Australia who is uh, uh, he's a doctor he's, but he's a specialist in like uh, neuro if I'm not okay. mistaken so both of them came on and they so like literally like that guy's uh, episode is does COVID exist mm-hmm. and with the one with my brother and cousin was like Yes, COVID yes. exists. Yeah, yeah. Oh right? my gosh, so yeah. like people I wanted people to you know you should listen to it in, in tandem no, to each other. Yeah, of course. So but when this thing happened with him and he went became super viral and all yeah. that, uh like people found that podcast and it was like it was crazy. People tried to like get me to like take it off. Hey, you'd be surprised, Tyson. <laughs> Tyson when he commented asking me to remove that, that oh, post. No. It's like crazy, you know, like Yeah, because Tyson is a doctor, right? Yeah, so of course. I, know, you know? I get it. I get that it's like a but to me it felt like Tyson was taking it very, very personally. Yeah. And I understand, I guess as doctors, you're in the I mean, I understand where they're coming from, where he's coming from, because they are slogging mm. every day with very minimal pay, to be honest. Sure, sure, sure. Very minimal pay, very minimal sleep. Mm. And they're doing all the work for basically the damage that we are doing mm, 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 you know mm. we are going out getting ourselves hit 
and then they are doing all the work they mm-hmm. are they are basically um paying the cost of it lah yeah, yeah. so it is it, i understand where he's coming from but at the same time i do get where you are coming from because i think it's very important for for you to have all sides of the story yeah it's important it's interesting yeah and it's important like how we uh, market and tran- how we are transparent with information like yes i felt like a lot of the big problems with covid initially was like it felt like um the messaging was so weird first thing is a lot of people didn't know a lot of stuff so mm-hmm. the messaging sometimes was contradictory so it made a lot of people confused mm-hmm. but then also like um like i just, i don't know why early on like when the hospitals were full they mm-hmm. didn't just take a camera and just go around and show people that like the hospital i feel like if people had seen that people would have been more event i mean they didn't do it at that point because it was much later on only they yeah did. because like um So I was in the government mm. and there is this clause mm. you cannot put anything on social media. Mm, 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 mm. You know you're not you're not allowed to uh post on the unpleasant side of yeah social uh, of the government, government on social media you can't you can't you can't mm. do it. But then I think it reached a point where you I don't think that rule is even applicable in today's world because yeah. everything in, is in social media especially during the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. You know everything was everything was online from learning to everything was online. So the moment people started showing is when the 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 moment the doctors the hospital staff started showing what's actually happening in the hospital is when people started understanding better. Mm-hmm. And then that's when they knew okay shit is real. Yeah yeah yeah. You know correct. so y- you're right but at initially when it happened I think everyone was just focused on how to Deal deal with, deal with it. Yeah, and also maybe they were a bit worried that it would have like the opposite effect where yes. people would become like uh, they'll be like mass yes. uh, hysteria because in the beginning yes. it was a bit like that. People yes. were like you know buying so much of stuff and Correct. you know I um, get that, but I just yeah I just feel that there were a lot of like and so our pol- our politics were so weird. And, <sighs> you know like the emergency and yes. all it just made things un more complicated and yes. unnecessary lah. So COVID was just. one of it and then there's other 100 com- complications after yeah you know yeah 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 S- sorry coming back to what i was saying when uh-huh. i got covid uh-huh. i had i had covid without any booster shot right okay right, right. and then my brother when he got back recently he was tested positive mm. but he got his uh booster shot mm. already so the only symptom he had at that point was just post nasal drip He mm. didn't really lose his taste or smell. Mm-hmm. He was fine. He's absolutely fine. No, barely any shortness of breath. There was fatigue, mm. but for uh, like a very short number of days. Mm-hmm. So, coming back to the point where if you tell me now the booster doesn't work or COVID is not real, mm, it is real and the booster does work. Yeah. Not enough data or what to prove that you know this is fantastic and this is how it works, mm. but enough. Um, life experiences mm. to say that okay maybe mm. this works mm-hmm. you know obviously covid has been around for 22 years yeah. what data are we expecting yeah i think yeah. there was a big worry for a lot of people a lot of people were like this is so new the vaccines are so new yeah. it's un- like you know as much testing as you can do you can't by very definition you can't do long term testing yeah. you need time to, to, to pass for you to be able to do long term testing so there were people who who were worried about it mm-hmm. but i mean it, Again, like what was the solution? You know, there was no. Yeah. What could we have? Ad- what else could have been done? You know, <laughs> correct. Yeah. So, so what? What I just told you about this whole booster and vaccine and COVID—it's literally from my personal experience. Mm, 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 mm. I have no data to tell you that. Oh, no, this works for sure. Mm. No, but I'm just telling you from what I, uh, what I went through. Mm, mm, mm. You know, 
Kobe is real guy. <laughs> But calm down, we can all live with it. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, I guess yeah, there are people who like take it a bit too extreme as yeah. well. Yeah. Example, recently, uh, my cousin had her wedding and she invited like a lot of people, and I had another cousin who was a bit uh, on the edgy side. Mm. He was like, "Oh no, there's too many people. I don't want to go here." And mm-hmm. Kobe is real. Put your mask on. Mm. Sop, sop, sop. You know, like, yeah. Mm. Maybe I mean I think it's about time we all come to like a common ground. Kobe is real, yes, but mm. you got to learn how to live with it. Yeah, it's not going to go away. You can't lock yourself and move away from people just because you're afraid that you're going to get it. And here's the funny part. He was tested positive yesterday. Oh. <laughs> among all, <laughs> among, among everyone, you know. But it's like I a self-fulfilling prophecy in a correct. weird way. Yeah. And and it's not and and it wasn't from the wedding. Yeah. Because everyone else is fine. Yeah. And yeah. the person who was most afraid or most um I wouldn't say afraid, most cautious, cautious got it in there. Got it. Yeah. Everybody's going to get it eventually. Yeah. That's why sometimes I think I talk to some of my friends who are like just looking at the numbers on a daily mm-hmm. basis, mm-hmm. saying like. I don't think that's the best way to, yeah, you know, look at it because I think like even some at one point, remember there was at one point that like everyone was just looking at the cases, correct, going up and up, and yes. people were getting so upset. Yes. Then the government was like, "Look, I think the, the government said we have to look at it in a different way. We have to look at the they fatalities." They changed the yeah. way they 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 were putting up the numbers. Yeah, also, you know? yeah. This is it. We can't look at the numbers. We have to look at fatalities, which is true. Yes. You no, know, everybody. It's like. I think eventually it is going to be something like chicken pox. Yeah. You know, you get it, you have to quarantine, you know, you take yes. your whatever medications and then after you go back to society lah. Correct. Yeah. I mean, yeah. People should um relax. <laughs> so it's funny because like when it comes to like diseases, that's another thing just like how we were talking about, you know, when you're yeah as a when like a, you go to see a dentist and then there's this natural instinct to push back yes. to like save yourself. Yes. It is also when it comes to like a invisible like disease mm. like is that like a You know hygiene. It's yes. almost like hygiene when you feel like something's dirty, right? It's like it, you like you know scratch yeah, your yeah, body yeah. almost. Yeah. So people have a very like em- like emotional reaction to when it comes to things like COVID. Correct, because I mean some people they need to see to believe. Mm, yeah. So even yesterday I had a conversation with my cousin. He told me I think uh, this whole COVID thing is a scam, lah. <laughs> Listen, I told him. I mean, uh, as much as as I would love to believe that. Yeah. I was tested positive. Yeah. I had shortness of breath yeah. from brushing my teeth. Yeah. I don't think it's a scam. Yeah. Because I experienced it, so you you wouldn't really know until yeah. you experience it. Yeah, I see. Know? I think like okay, I don't know what your cousin meant, but if your cousin would tell me like okay, COVID is real, but I think people may there might be people or groups who are exploiting it for financial gain. Yes, 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 that too. That maybe I can believe lah. Yes, that yeah. I that I completely agree lah. Yeah. Of course, you know. Yeah. I are there a lot of people that are getting rich from COVID? Yes. I'm sure there are a lot there of people lot. getting rich from COVID. Speaking of that, Sweetwood Eggs business actually boomed during COVID. Really? Yeah. Wow. Everyone, I I don't know. Okay, what what how I saw it as was like um, everyone's at home. Mm. Everyone was bored eating what they could eat, or uh, people started ordering from me a lot to send. Stuff to their friends. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. care packages and whatnot. They yeah. were like, okay, I, I would want your cheesecake jars. Or I want your cupcakes or cakes and whatnot. Uh, it's my friend's birthday. Can you deliver it then? Mm. So, so to be very fair and very honest, like I would, I would like to thank COVID. <laughs> <laughs> COVID is a message. <laughs> This is a new segment in the Rumah Roy podcast called "Thank You thank to you COVID." COVID. <laughs> COVID thank thank you. you for coming into our lives. You you helped me start a podcast. <laughs> yeah, and thank you for you know for. 
growing my business <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean from that point of view it actually helped right, right that's uh, interesting many people started sending things around and you know they started going online and looking for deliveries and food and blah 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 yeah. so yeah i mean sweet today grew bigger yeah thanks to covid small small rays of uh, sunshine came through la yes. during covid i mean uh, people were very supportive everyone mm. was like trying to take care of each other correct you know, and you know the what was that called like, the support small businesses yeah, support, the, the yeah. hashtag you know yeah, i think support local support think, local yeah. yes yeah i think those were i mean it was like a, again a great the people who were affected the most were people who were like that how do i say this like the people like the na- the nail saloons mm, uh, you know yeah. like they they rely on customers coming in Correct. on a daily basis and when that didn't happen their users were just wiped out yes. it's not like they are like um, um lawyers it's you know the business Correct. setup is Correct. so different right and how many people like even like the the simple guy who like repairs shoes right mm. you know these people like they don't they need the business on a daily That's basis true. their entire lives you know we i i don't even know what is the financial like consequence to all this the ones who were hit the most were the lowest you know correct the example the pachi uh, goreng pisang yeah. oh my god how many like uh, shops closed yeah. down right like chick- chicken rice uncle closed down yeah. and all that you know it's really 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 sad lah i mean how to say there was some good yeah the more bad Yeah, I felt there was more yeah. bad than yeah, good. Yeah, of course, of course, there were more bad than. It's good. not. It was different. Like when the floods happened, like when the floods yes. happened, people really came through, and yeah. that was super. Like, I mean, there I was there was like a lot of suffering for the flood mm. victims, but it felt like seeing all everyone come together. It like outweighed it a little Correct, bit. Correct, and I think COVID helped with that mm-hmm. because the moment COVID hit, everyone started helping each other yeah. more. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone could could um, feel uh, empathize. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they realized that. Like, yeah. I think there's like this kind of like. Weird nationwide realization that we just have to take care of each other. Yeah, that kita jaga kita. Yeah, kita jaga kita. Yeah, the government know. is not going to. I mean, yeah. you know, th- I mean, this is just the p- the perception opinion. I'm not saying anything about our government. The disclaimer right here before. <laughs> But yeah, it was yeah. so interesting. So, like, do you do you ever feel? I mean, I know this is a very dumb question, but. Is it ever? Do you ever feel like it's a contradiction? I mean, like uh, selling sweet stuff and also being a. I mean, essentially, your job is. Um, dealing with uh, people, I mean people who you know like sugar, <laughs> yeah, sugar. Su- you know damages your teeth, right? Yes. Okay. So um, of course, many. That's the only question I get. Mm. Like, okay, how are you a dentist? And then you're you're like, do, do, you're your, feeding people. Do your colleagues ever come up to you? You're like, you you betrayer. <laughs> You've betrayed us. No, they actually come up to me and say, "Can I have cookies for tomorrow?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, okay. Then they're like, I'm so happy you work with us. I don't have to pay for delivery. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> But yeah, I have like many people coming and telling me like, "Is this your? Is this part of your master plan to <laughs> to feed everyone sweets and then they come back to you? You know, it's a circle." That's so funny. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, no. <laughs> but but no. Okay, for me it's very simple. Yeah. If I were to take this from a uh, from a okay, if I were to speak to you from a dentist point of view, okay, sure. uh, everything taken consumed in moderation, moderation of course, yeah, is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't think any dentist has ever said like, "Don't eat sweet stuff." Yeah, I mean, okay, I have said that to fellows who come in with all their teeth just decayed, barely right. decayed. Like, dude, stop. Yeah. You know, yeah, stop yeah. brushing your teeth more. And and to be very honest, it actually comes down to your brushing. Okay. Yeah. You can eat a lot of. Okay, guys, don't let your children listen to this. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you can eat a lot of sugar. 
Okay, it just comes down to how how you brush your teeth. So sugar is sticky, right? It gets mm. stuck to the surfaces of your teeth. Mm-mm-mm. When you brush your teeth, mm-hmm. you remove all the stickiness and the sugar that's stuck on your teeth. Mm-mm-mm. When and what people don't do is floss. Mm-mm. Why? Actually, Malaysians don't have a flossing culture. Yeah, they don't. Which is like really funny because like in Western countries, like flossing is almost like a must. Correct. Mm-hmm. I really think flossing is a must because when you brush, you brush the front and the back. Surface of your not the in betweens. Yeah, not the in betweens. So right. you get to the front and the back. Then what about the in betweens? Right. In between is where your sugar actually gets stuck and stays there. Right. Your brush isn't able to reach there. So that's why it's important to floss after uh, your meals every day. Mm-hmm. You know, for for people it's like oh my god, so time consuming, but no, it doesn't even take. To be honest, I floss in under a minute. Mm-hmm. You know how? Okay, well, how? You know, it's a really funny thing. Because this is another thing about <coughs> we mentioned, right? He taught me mm-hmm. because I when I used to brush my teeth when I was in school, uh-huh. I used to put toothpaste and I would wash. Yeah, you wash it. Right. Then I think he taught he taught me to wash the brush first and then put the toothpaste. Okay, I have a question now. Yeah. Why were you all brushing together? No, we went for camps <laughs> and <Okay>. all. That. <laughs> <laughs> what, what the heck? <laughs> Okay. But I, I, I'm so sure he's not <laughs> going to remember this, but it was like such a vivid memory for me because okay. I had been brushing my teeth a particular way my entire life. life okay. And then he told me, that's not the way you're supposed to brush your teeth. Yeah, actually, you don't do that because you brush the brush. Uh, sorry, you wash, wash the, the brush, brush first because yeah. the brush may be dirty and whatnot. Yeah. And then you put the toothpaste on and then you brush yourself. Do you know you're not, you're not supposed to even gargle after brushing? Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's another, yeah, that's another thing. Um. Like if you see like uh, Western shows, they don't gargle. They don't, correct. They just spit the yeah, toothpaste yeah, yeah. out. But, but Malaysians, everyone... Okay, to be very honest, even I gargle after brushing my teeth <laughs> because it's a bit disgusting. It's I, weird, I, yeah, right? Yeah, it it's is. Weird. It's weird. It is weird. Yeah. And don't you like, sw- won't you like swallow some? Yeah, a bit. I mean, yeah. I mean, to be honest, just brush and floss and just gargle your mouth. <laughs> okay, guys. You know? Well, okay, I have noticed like, uh-huh. uh, this trend okay. in people now brushing in the afternoons as well. What's your position on that? Do you think once, do you think twice, or do you think three is good? Okay. <clears throat> I will charge you guys later for my <laughs> consultation. But uh, brushing twice a day is more than enough. Right, right, right. Okay. Here's another important thing. How many times you brush... Okay, wait. Uh, it's not about the frequency. Mm-hmm. It's about how you do it. Right. It's about the method. Okay. Okay. So you can brush your, t- your teeth... 10 times a day mm. and you can st- I can still tell you you're not brushing right. Mm-mm-mm. That's because the method is wrong. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> so normally what I'd advise is once in the morning and once at night. Mm. Morning, why? Because obviously you're going to wake up with bad breath. Mm-mm-mm. Brush your teeth and start your day. Mm. Um, at night, it's just purely to get rid of whatever that's stuck on your teeth and whatnot. Mm. So nowadays, what I, I do is to all my patients, I recommend the electric toothbrush. Because mm, it like has like a timer and all that, right? It has a timer and what's most important about this electric toothbrush is the force. Right. The, the force on the brush. So now when I tell you You know, Roshan, you're going to brush softly. Mm. Your soft and my soft is very different. Yeah, strength also is different. Yeah, right? strength is very different. Yeah. So, when you when I tell you, okay, you know what, just use your electric toothbrush and I know for a fact that that's that, that the toothbrush can't damage your teeth. Yeah, yeah. Because the the force there is the right amount of force. Enough research has been done, yeah. you know. I even some friends tell me like they had cavities because they overbrushed. No, they just didn't brush right. Oh, uh, yeah, mm, probably. Once again, it comes down to the method, yeah. Right, 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 right. So... If you can use the electric toothbrush 
floss I think flossing is very important mm-hmm. flossing after each meal yes brushing after each meal not necessarily mm-hmm. you know so brush twice a day floss and mouth rinse with the Listerine and the Colgate plaques and whatnot mm. um, that's optional mm-hmm. so you can do that if you want to have good breath mm. yes okay fine but here's another very important thing which everyone misses mm. I think there are more people who floss than actually brush their tongue Mm-mm-mm-mm. so um, 80% of your bacteria is on your tongue Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. 80% of bacteria in your mouth okay is on mm. your tongue mm. than it is on, your, on the tooth Mm-mm-mm-mm. okay so it's very very important to get a tongue scraper and scrape your tongue you'll be, you'll be surprised when you scrape your tongue in the morning when you wake up you can just see the amount of um Uh, deposit on it you'll be like Ugh. and if you don't clean that you're going to constantly have bad breath mm. and it, you're just going to feel yucky and whatnot. Mm. some people believe that those are all toxins yeah. I mean it is toxins so but that's, that's <coughs> the thing like, it's like your dental hygiene somehow is like connected to your overall <coughs> yes. hygiene it's like yeah, so the, your mm. dental hygiene is the pathway mm. of your entire your general health mm. so people with um, diabetes If they have poor oral hygiene, <coughs> generally the sugar, the glucose level in your body is going to increase Mm-mm-mm-mm. because of all the breakdown that's happening in your oral cavity. So there's a lot of bacteria in your... Okay, poor oral hygiene leads to increase in bacteria, leads to increase in breakdown and all the little processes the bacteria goes through yeah. increases and that leads to the increase in the blood glucose level in your body mm. so you can tell me that i'm taking my medications i'm eating well and whatnot but my blood glucose is still high mm. why maybe you should visit your dentist and get scaling done every six months mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. okay last dentist question because uh, i want to talk to you about other stuff as well okay do you ever find again this might be a dumb question but no. i'm just curious okay. do you ever find yourself analyzing people's like teeth Yes, remember I told you about John. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice smile. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. So right. I'm constantly analyzing. Uh, I wouldn't say judging lah. <laughs> <laughs> Such a harsh evaluating, word. Yeah, evaluating. Yeah, evaluating. Right. Do you ever have you ever gone up to person like and said like I think you need to like you need help you need to come you you know do you have you ever seen like something like no this I need to talk to this person. No, I just text my friend and say get me out of here. <laughs> right. And my friends call me like Monisha, there's a patient waiting for you. I'm like okay. <laughs> Bye, I gotta go. <laughs> right, 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 right. I mean, yeah, it's important. I mean, if a guy is going out with me and he has really bad uh, teeth, yeah, he must have some sort of confidence, lah, <laughs> <laughs> to right, be able right. to even do that. Yeah, right, right, right. right. But yeah, I'm constantly looking at people's teeth. I mean, naturally, I mean, un- yeah, naturally, I just tend to just look at someone. Yeah, send look at someone's teeth. I'm like, mm, you know what? You need to. Why don't Why don't you call me and come in for scaling one of these days? <laughs> right, right, you know. Right. But you have a very nice set of teeth too. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> It's very funny. <laughs> 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 well, I want to talk to you about this other thing as well. Yes. Because funny enough, I think. Sorry, I'm eating coconut. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking coconut water and also piece of coconut. But anyway, you're like um. I think the second Indian girl who has come on the podcast. Okay. There was a girl, Hannah, who came over, but she came just from Women's Aid Organization. So she actually came to like take care of like a, a minor who was mm-hmm. on the podcast. So I didn't really get to talk to her that much as well. Okay. So I think you're the first one that 
Okay. First Indian girl that okay. I'm having a proper conversation with. Yeah, I'm on it. Which is <laughs> <laughs> really really funny. And I wanted. I'm, I've been asking like whenever the like uh, Indian person has come on, okay. I've always asked them like, "What's your Indian experience?" Okay. Because, um, I mean, I've had a particular Indian experience, mm-hmm. and but I don't think that my Indian experience is the universal Indian experience. Okay. Uh, in fact, there's so many like. We all have our own different. Um, yes. What do you call it? Uh? Ethnicities. Ethnicities. Ethnicity. Yes. Right? You yes. Know? So, like both of us are Malayali, uh, mm. but I'm Malayali Christian. You're Malayali Hindu. Hindu. Yeah. But then there's also like Tamils. Yes. Christian Tamils, Hindu Tamils. Then there's Punjabis. Yeah. Who some Punjabis don't consider themselves Indians. Yes. Some do. Please tell me where is Punjab on the map? Yeah. <laughs> For those who don't consider <laughs> yourself Indians. It's very very controversial, <laughs> but never mind. There's so many Telugus. Yeah, Telugus. Silonis. Yeah. Uh, you know, Silonis not even Indians. Not even Indians. Yeah, yeah, it's very funny. That's why it's yeah. very interesting. So of course there's like a different sets of experience, but yeah. generally like. Um, all of us sort of fall under the umbrella of Indian. Yes. Um, some of us are fairer, some of us are darker. So that yeah. also, and some of us are English speaking, some of us are not. not so yeah. you have different sets of experiences, right? So yes. I understand. So I want to know uh, what other Indians are going through. I, and you know, in high school, I always felt a bit, because I can't speak Tamil. Mm-hmm. So I always felt it's weird, like kind of divide between like me and like the other Indian guys. Mm-hmm. Because especially in my form, like it was just, I was the only Indian guy in science stream. Okay. Then there was like Jane, Roshni and Shobha, yes. the three Indian girls. So, yes. And the rest of the Indian guys were all in like third class onwards. And yeah. they all were like more Tamil speaking. More Tamil speaking, yeah. Art stream lah. They this were art stream, you know. Yeah. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just felt, I, I didn't know how to, I, it was weird because I felt they were like, they would judge me if I like, you know, speak to them in English. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I think some Indians have this thing, oh, you think you're like greater than us, let's speak English. But yeah, it's, but it's not that. It's not that, it's yeah. just like, that's how we kind of like raised and I'm do, I'm not sombong, I just, I feel like it's awkward. Mm. I want to talk to you, but like, I don't, don't want to make it uncomfortable and yeah. us talking in Malay is going to be weird. Even weird, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know, so, I, but I always felt sad that I never got that, mm-hmm. that connection with those, those people, you okay. know. So, what was your experience? Uh, what is your experience? Is that too wide a question? Yeah, you know, <laughs> narrow it down. <laughs> okay, let me see. Let me think. Um, like, okay, one like one big thing now is we we talk about like how uh, Malaysian Indians are sort of marginalized, right? Yes. Um, um, and how maybe like Malaysian Indians are sort of treated as there are like very negative stereotypes about Malaysian Indians. Chinese also have stereotypes, Malays also have stereotypes, but it like with Malay people they are like protected in a certain yes. extent. Chinese people their stereotypes are actually more positive than negative. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really weird. Like Chinese people have this positive Stereoty- uh, yeah. stereotyping where like they are more hireable yes. just because they're Chinese, yes, right? Yes. Whereas Indian people like it's more negative stereotypes like Correct. drinking yes. or abusing yes. or all of these things. Yes. So do you find that do you face those like sort of stereotypes? Do you face like do you face discrimination in in, in for yourself? Um, to be very honest yeah. and to very yeah to very fair to myself and everyone else no Mm-mm-mm. i've not faced any yeah um i <laughs> okay this is interesting because like um no like for me i so have said the same thing on this podcast i've said that i personally have not felt you know i've had like people no people look at you in a particular way yes. you know and but I also recognize that I'm also a guy. Sometimes mm-hmm. I grow my beard. I do look a bit scary. So sometimes people like yeah, I've had people like um, I w- no, I've told growing out the beard doesn't. I think wait wait. Let me just correct you there. Yeah. I think you just say you have a beard and you look scary. You're not. You feel that way because it's been 
no so like what is that way. no so like i've had like experiences where like i have told this story before mm-hmm. but i had a few like incidents like, like this happened where like i go i go to like a chinese salon in bsd <laughs> you know vivi do you know vivi yeah, yeah. yeah so i go to vivi that's my spot right <laughs> okay so like one time i went to i shouldn't say the name now <laughs> i like vivi i go to them all the time i recommend okay. actually don't no, it's my spot don't go there to cut your hair so but i went there for years right okay. there was once few years ago I went there. My beard was grown uh-huh. out. I, I was. I looked a bit. I think shabby, like in okay. that sense. Like they didn't. The lady didn't let me in. She thought I was like. Oh my god. Yeah, this like tomo tomo pugi pugi. I don't know. I was like a drug dealer or something. Oh my god. So like I just like what the heck? I just okay. Because it's a glass door. Yeah, they have to let you yeah, in. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I just like walk back. Then I think another the owner saw saw me walking yeah. off. Then she opened the door. She like, hey, maso maso, di bodo di tatao. Oh my god. <laughs> so but like oh things god. like that. There was one time also I was walking and this. I'm very absent-minded. I daydream a lot. Okay. Just walking on daydreaming. Then this Malay lady, two kids walked past me, and then she was like, "Jangan tengok anak orang lain, na." I'm like, "What the heck?" So like weird things like that have happened. But I like some. I'm careful to call it like a race issue because I'm also a man. You know, I don't know what their experiences have been with like Indian men. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. I oh, any men. So yeah. I don't know. You know, like even the saloon, right? Uh, there's a danger element. Like yeah. what if it's like uh, a drug dealer or what? I mean, not a drug dealer. Sorry, a drug addict or yeah. alcoholic or whatever. So I'm careful in not in in saying that it's not a race issue. But I do feel like I'm I, I'm looked at we as an Indian more, person. Yeah, in, I think I think Indians are just more prone to it. Yeah, but I have never had an issue like a police officer. Like I've been yeah. stopped. Oh you know, yeah, speaking of police, I mentioned to you earlier. Yeah, you're telling me this <laughs> story is so funny. So oh funny. my gosh. Okay, so this, um, I was going to go, uh, you know, the whole Clang Flood time. Sure. Uh, I was going to go visit um, John <laughs> when mm. he was back. Right. So uh, I was like the third car and the first car passed through and then immediately the police put the block and we couldn't take that road anymore. And then the car in front of me, when the guy wind like raised uh, wind down his window uh windscreen and the police is like no tak boleh tak boleh balik 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 and the guy was talking and like no tak boleh balik balik and i was like okay i was like okay shit i can't i can't go mm. now and when it was my turn um of course i had my portugal's kesihatan sign there uh and when i brought my window down and the police saw me he was like wow <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. Oh my god. I, it's I, so crazy. I was just like, uh, <laughs> and he was like, nak pergi mana? so crazy. And I was like, oh my god. This is so ridiculous. And, and I couldn't, I, I started laughing because it was really funny because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw him yell at the guy in front of me. Yeah, yeah. And it was me, he was like, wow, nak pergi mana? And I was just like, ah, uh, nak pergi Klang. Then after he saw my Portugas Kesihatan sign, he was like, oh, nak pergi klinik ke? And I was just like, uh, yeah, 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 no, no, yeah. And he's like, okay, okay, tak apa, tak apa. You go straight, turn right, keep all the way right now because if you keep left, that, that's, the flooding is happening there. And I was like, oh, okay. So yeah. I, I got to go. And after like, And I said, okay, thank you. And he was like, wow, cantik. And I was like, eeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeee
you know people who have like yeah have like before. like I've seen it I've seen it mm. I've I've experienced it not to me people are nice to me but people are not that nice to my other colleagues so but it's odd so th- that means if they see like it's an Indian uh, dentist they okay. don't want to go see that person uh, do things th- like that happen um yeah that's crazy it has happened right and and they 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 like don't mind seeing me because. Some don't know I'm Indian. Mm. I don't know why, but, but some. To me, but to me, you look really Indian. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I don't know laughs> to, to people who know me, they're like, okay, Manisha, you look Indian. Yeah. You sound Indian. Yeah. You're everything Indian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the people who like who meet me for the first time, I've had Indian patients talking to me in Malay. Right, that's crazy. They speak to me in Malay all the way until I start speaking to them in in, in Tamil, and then they look at me they, in like shock. They're like, huh? You're Indian, yeah. and I'm just like. I talk to Indian people in Malay. They will talk back to me <laughs> in Tamil. <laughs> I wish they would talk to me in Malay. <laughs> you know, so so it's like um, it's funny. Yeah. But I mean, how to say? At the end of the day, I think it comes down to trust. Mm. If you can win someone's trust, mm. there won't be an issue. So it's individual. Yes, mm. it's wrong for someone to even judge or put up a what do you call it, a very very high gate. Mm. at the start mm. but i guess that's just how we are all built mm. and as you get to know someone then you slowly bring your guard down yeah. and what not so my experiences <coughs> are that mm-hmm. you know i have had some people who like patients mainly come to me and they just they, they don't say no to me they just look at me differently mm-hmm. like they're like hmm. right um, you you're not my my doctor my initial doctor my right. previous doctor yeah. and then over time slowly gain their trust slowly buy their trust and uh, ever since they don't want to see me right that kind of thing so i think yes many people come with a wall yeah it just comes down to how you break it down so mm. if you're going to react in a negative way mm. obviously you're, you're you're then reassuring that that's just who you are and that's just how we are yeah. you know so if you if you if you are nicer to them and what not I mean, just be yourself, lah. Like, you don't have to fake anything. Yeah. You know, just be yourself and be. There's no reason for anyone to get angry. I mean, uh, like know? for me, like I grew up like more like Western, like Western West- culturally. Okay. But I've always like been proud to be Indian. I've never like I never thought like you know dark was like ugly or any. It's yeah. you know so it's odd for me to like because I know like some Indian people who think that way. It is. It, we we do Indians do face discrimination mainly because of color. I feel like just yeah. like just like the Africans. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Purely because of color. Yeah. You you are looked down and you're looked at as like dirty because yeah, you're like. Yeah, this weird thing with darker colors. Yeah, it's so odd, huh? yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, it's really um, it's sad lah. But then, if you prove by your actions that you're not yeah. what they think you are, immediately they would love you. So, you can be very dark, mm. but if you're very good at something. People are going to come looking for you. Yeah, of course. They want you. Yeah, th- I like that. I like that idea of like responding by breaking stereotypes. Yes. Rather than trying to force people to, mm-hmm. because it, it's like a weird kind of gaslighting. If like uh, you see, like if a lot of people see Indian people drink, mm-hmm. for example, and you tell, and then someone says, "Oh yeah, Indian people drink a lot of Indian people drink a lot," and they just say, "Oh, that's racist." Yeah. But it's in a you know what they're trying to say is that generally they see a lot of Indian people drink. Yes. And if you call people out racist for just like observing something. You yeah. know, it's also weird. Yes. You know, it's like true. So we live in an era where you cannot say anything anymore. Yeah. So <coughs> I mean you have to be able to say like you, know, you can respond and say like look, 
yeah, a lot of Indian people do drink, but not everyone drinks. Yeah. There are a lot of Indian people who don't drink. There yeah. are a lot of Indian people during like Hindu um, um, uh, uh, celebrations. They mm. they don't drink alcohol. Yes. Uh, the one just passed. What was it? Ah, uh? Taipusam. Oh, Taipusam. Was it Navratri? Uh, Navratri was yeah. In, towards the end of the year. Yeah. So there were people who were fasting and yeah. they were like not drinking. Yeah. Uh, usually, uh, yeah. Vegetarian usually. Yeah. And people. Avoid alcohol and whatnot. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. I think, I think how we can make it better is by breaking stereotypes, lah. Yeah, and because it's also like true that you know, for example, if you go to Batu Caves like Thai Pusam, mm-hmm. the people who come, there's some people like you know they're yes. drinking and all that. Yes. So those things perpetuate these stereotypes. Correct. So everybody has to work together to break. Yeah. So there's some work that needs to be done on like the in, from the Indian community as yeah. well, lah. Damage sure. control. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, like one big thing like people talk about also is like how Indian people like can't like rent out. I mean they can't rent stuff. Yeah. That's also like complicated. There's the more to it than just that, but it's sad that if you, the moment you say you're Indian, do yeah. you know like uh, when I was looking to to get a studio for Sweet Tooth Egg, mm. it's part of the questionnaire. Yeah. To for them to ask what's your race and what's your religion. Yeah. All I want to do is rent a house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, why are you asking me what's my race? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that kind of thing. But it's it's that part I feel is a bit like we are in twi- we are living in 2022. You're mm. not supposed to be asking these questions. So to be very honest, I didn't even answer that question. I replied to the questionnaire by saying, "Is this even necessary? We are in 2022 right now." Yeah, yeah. You know, I so the next question I ask, "Okay, what's your occupation?" Yeah. So they know that I'm Indian, and then they say, "Okay, you're a dentist." Oh, okay, can can. Yeah, I mean, like what? The Again, like the general, the stereotyping. Yes. Right? They just take everybody as being. Uh, but I've had, even had like a friend. Who has like really like looked out for places and all that? He even when he reaches out to them, he tells them, "Look, I'm not I do, I'm not Hindu. I'm not going to be like even incensing my my yeah. you know I'm not going to be like putting somebody yeah, yeah, for some my writing. place." Mm. Uh, but even then, it's just like purely no, no. It's a condition. As long as you're uh, Indian, we can't <laughs> What you know that that the 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 landlord just does not want it. Yeah, it's like kind of like okay, that's a bit that's a bit crazy like yeah. that that feels really like ignorant like you know. I don't know. So it's like I a know, weird it'll, t- it'll take some time, time but yeah. if everyone puts in the conscious effort to break these stereotypes. But the problem is, people like you all going to UK. Subhanallah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna fight the good fight? People like you, Roshan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you from UK? You better be <laughs> supporting, huh? For sure, for sure. I just want to talk to you. Like again, we were yeah. talking about Hinduism, about yeah. like, you know, Taipusam and Batu Caves, and you are quite. I mean, just from my observation, yeah. of course, social media is one thing. Your real yeah. life is another thing, right? I'm also the same way. Uh, like a lot of people think I'm religious, but I know that my life is complicated, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what is because I, I've always tried to find Indian people to talk to me about Hinduism okay. because, but it's been always very difficult. Okay. I think because Hinduism, in a way, is also a very complicated. Yeah, it's a complex thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. I read like something about Hinduism. Uh, like it was just like um, the ch- I've not finished a chapter, but the mm-hmm. beginning was like the author said like the best way to like uh, summarize Hinduism is like you can get anything that you want to get. It's really like a personal kind of like religion. So usually Hinduism comes with this quote: "Hinduism is a way of life; mm. it's not a religion." Yeah. Mm. So initially, I, I I didn't understand that, but then when I started growing up and I started, uh, I don't know, learning more, then I realized like, yeah, because Hinduism doesn't tell you to you have to do this, you have to do that. Mm. No, it doesn't. I'm pretty sure it. All religions just don't lah. No, there are lo- yeah, <coughs> there are a lot of religions. I mean, Christianity. There's yeah. rules that you follow. Yeah. You know, so for Hinduism, there really isn't rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the rules that we have is all man-made. Right. 
that kind of thing you know you're supposed to do this supposed to do that so hinduism is basically they, they teach you values mm. they say like okay uh like if you take uh, yeah yeah the many the many i, I don't even want to quote because i don't i don't want to be wrong here mm. i'm not too sure but there's like many like indian proverbs mm. it's all life proverbs stuff like um okay i don't even want to quote like <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you know stuff like uh you know life lessons basically yeah it's more of that than telling you what to do and what not to do like example now we go to temple and they say okay you have to offer flowers and you have to milk give milk and what not that's not written anywhere mm-hmm. people do it like people is like when, when i go to temple i just take a bit of flowers as as like offering it's something started as that mm. now it's gone to the level of you give money you give gold right. you give milk and basically the the point here is you give what you can yeah no one's forcing you to do anything you know you don't have to do it so uh i think hinduism is very flexible it can be a bit complicated mm. depends on who is telling you what to do yeah but otherwise i think it's a very flexible thing like uh i i think i have a good balance like if you mm. look at me some someone if someone religious looked at me they'd be like oh she's definitely not religious mm, mm, mm. and if someone not someone who is not hindu looked at me they'd be like oh she's pretty mm, hindu mm, 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 mm. so uh, it comes down to i i i think i have a good balance yes i do pray mm. i do follow very minimal things but then uh, <clears throat> example type of i don't really mm. follow that mm. but I I do pray I do believe in the system. Mm. I do follow certain things. I think I would say I'm more mm, spiritual Mm-mm. than religious. In a way Hinduism is a bit like <coughs> that, right? Yeah, it is yeah, a little bit is. more spiritual than religious. Yeah. What has it done for you like being Hindu? Like is there anything that you like what have you gained from it? You know like some uh, people like I, I know with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, for no, sure. No. But have you gotten anything from <laughs> it? After that did you get anything from <laughs> Yeah. I think I think what I like being Hindu most is like i just like the whole color and celebration that comes with it yeah yeah so every festival that we have every celebration that we have is filled with music filled with color mm. filled with laughter mm-hmm. and I, i i like that about it so i guess uh that has given me a lot of happiness like i, I feel like mm. so when like it's deepavali i'm like oh my god so mm. fun and there's a lot more to this and then, uh yeah you go to temple mm. once then you come back home then you celebrate you do the celebration eat meet people i think i like that more you like the him. community aspect yes, of it yes yes right? the people like yeah you're right the community aspect of it mm. but um i i grew growing up okay i i my mom and dad they started off this thing called the fine arts lab not the fine arts in brickfields they mm. started our own mini version in bsd mm. um that's where we all many of the indian Hin- hindu indians uh, in sri damansara they went to this place it's, it's a place where we learned how to dance so mm. i'm classically trained i do bharatanatyam mm-hmm. uh I can sing sangeetam mm-hmm. my siblings and I devaram bhajans yeah we can do all of that mm. and we also learned how to speak and write and read mm. tamil a bit not mm. so not so great but mm. basic yeah mm-hmm. we can so it's true this initiative that my mom and dad uh like they started it yeah. and now everyone has gained something out of it and then every year during navratri we would have like this gathering or, and prayer 
in everyone's house so there would be like 9 days 9 mm. days it be someone's house Mm-mm. so that was very fun to to gather together and we all go sing bhajans and pray and after that there was like a potluck kind of thing and, and it brought people together mm. so that ends that's something i would always want to uh, i want to bring on to carry forward for my kids when yeah. i have kids later on so if you ask me what hinduism has done for me i think uh i would say it's made me appreciate and enjoy the really the, the finer things in life i guess yeah, finer yeah. things here mean not my chanel and gucci <laughs> finer things here means like people family, quality time friends, yeah. family family friends and the bond yeah you know something that can be lost easily can be broken easily yeah, you know yeah, you sure. know yeah i again i'm speaking very generally here okay. but i know like a lot of like uh, indian girls mm-hmm. who feel like uh in the indian culture it's like very like patriarchal and mm-hmm. like very like um you know i was watching on netflix uh did you oh i can't remember the name it was like a murder docu series about this uh, family that had all again we keep on talking about suicide but <laughs> they had all taken their lives in india it was like 2 3 years ago do you know about it No I don't it's really I have a Netflix account which I have I barely watch and everyone else is watches it <laughs> but no it was really yeah. crazy basically his family right from mm-hmm. grandmother up to like the youngest I think was like um, 11 or 12 they all just in their house there's like a a grill on the ceiling so somebody one day they just came in and all of them were in a circle uh, and they had hung themselves <gasps> right and it looked like they had really hung mm-hmm. themselves mm-hmm. and it looked like um a tree you know the way that they were they were hanging like you know it would look like organized lah mm-hmm. so then they were trying to figure out what they murdered someone forced them to do it why they or why would they kill themselves and then like they after doing more reading they found like there were diaries in the house and so what had happened was because there are three generations in the house the patriarch the grandfather passed away then the elder son took over so when the elder son took over I don't know whether it was stress there was this white la because the patriarch had gone right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he started like um channeling the father the elder son started channeling the father mm-hmm. and they would write his instructions in this book and it was like um four five years of that until the book he wrote this is what you're going to do you're all going to tie yourself you're going to you know get this get this get this and they all just did it and they hung themselves what the hell it's crazy you should watch the document isn't it but uh, the reason why brother was because they were weird he like the, the diary right give like daily instructions oh my god so like or uh, like for just fake names right or oh, lakshmi is fighting with shubha this does not make me happy you need to reconcile and you da 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 shubha is a good wife she's in the kitchen lakshmi has not taken to cooking she must know her role she must you oh know it's like god. yeah it's like crazy and then you realize like wow okay this still like exists mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know and to a certain extent i i think it also exists in like communities here um i i was very i am very fortunate to have my mom and dad who are so open minded yeah and they in fact they 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 brought us all up in a very unbiased and fair way yeah. so how my brother was treated is how i was treated also right right okay my brother might uh, beg to <laughs> differ because obviously i'm the favorite child <laughs> but yeah you know <laughs> but yeah you know so um it does happen and i don't think it's only uh focused on the indian community i think it happens everywhere 
Yeah, true. So true. I just think it, this comes down to mentality and yeah. mindset, lah. Yeah, the, yeah, the family, yeah. the 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 man. Yeah. How the man thinks. If the man fee- has been br- raised in a way that uh, women belong in the kitchen and we do everything else, yeah. then and he doesn't break free from that, yeah. then of course he's just going to stay in that and that's going to be instilled in his kids' yeah. heads. So the girl also will grow up knowing that, okay, this is my job. Yeah. And the guy is like, okay, this is what she's supposed to do. Yeah. You know? So until and unless you have the... The, the 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 calling to yeah. break free yeah yeah and come out of there and realize that there's oh, more exp- to this it's like exposure so yes exposure different yeah. ways of life Correct. like reading and all of that reading traveling yeah. observing yeah. you know but the the reason why brothers up is i again generally speaking mm-hmm. i have met quite a few indian girls mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who like uh they revolt against the entire culture because they feel like it's like a patriarchal sexist culture So I would say it's a culture thing and not a religion right. thing. Right, right, right. So um <clears throat> culturally yes. Mm. If you look at India for example, you know like whatever you just said it it does exist there but yeah. what's amazing now is women are beginning to use their voice. Yeah. So they're kind of breaking free from that. Yeah. And unfortunately when I think when they do it seems like a very general thing. But not everyone's like that. Com- comes down to, to a stereotype, you know. Sure, sure, sure. So I'm not everyone's like that. Yes, yeah, so I'm saying like just generally, yeah. generally. But of course, so so. But but it is it is a common thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. It is a common thing, and I just feel like. But there's a. I think like there's a way to like, again, a lot of people have this like sort of like, you see something wrong, I'm going to throw away everything. But that doesn't have to be the case. Correct. There's a lot of beauty in a lot of. These systems, right? The very fact that they've lasted so long, yeah. there is some use and beauty in it. Mm-hmm. But maybe a lot of times they need like updating. Yes. So like you, I know a lot of people. They are so e- they are they find it so easy to like just adopt another culture. No one thinks about preserving. Like look at my name, right? Mm. My name is Roshan mm. because my dad said like you're an Indian kid, mm. you should have an Indian name. Mm. But like a lot of, all my cousins are mm. like Ashton's, Ronald, Carl's, Nigel, Denise, Sabine. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're all mm-hmm. like, no one has an Indian name. Mm-hmm. And like, I just think like, what is my culture? And a lot of people are like, kind of like letting their culture go. Mm-hmm. And it's like something like so, like it's really beautiful. I it wish is. I had more of it. You know, mm. and it's so beautiful. I have, I mean, my family, we have our own culture, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but like, like you said, like with the, with, uh, Taipusam and you know it's like old. Yes. And like you said it's colorful and it's beautiful yeah. and it's like a it's a much of history to mm-hmm. it. And so like I sometimes feel like maybe we should be slow to these are the things that also make us unique these are the Correct. things that, yeah. I mean uh I mean you're you're right. This comes down to I would say westernization. People think especially in the Indian community because we are so suppressed here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They feel like the more we feel the more non-indian we are yeah. the more accepted we are yeah yeah and also like like again like coming back to this thing of like i think i don't know whether it's only indian girls it might just be indian guys it might be indian guys as well but mm-hmm. a lot of indian girls they feel like the culture suppresses them so what they do is they jump culture so they you know will date again and i'm i have nothing against people dating yeah, different yeah. races or yeah, cultures course, i think that's perfectly fine mm-hmm. but some people because they feel like indians like indian people feel like indians are sexist uh-huh. so they feel like i'm going to date someone from a different culture because they don't have this 
okay so you, I, i can't really blame them there because growing up probably that's what they would experience like, once again this is all very personal yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. growing up if you've experienced that like if you ask me mm. Uh, John is very Indian. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you know? Right. He he he's an he's an Indian guy. Yeah. Uh and I I love that about him. Then there was once I went out with this guy from a of a different religion. Yeah. And I realized like okay this is something I can't do. Yeah, yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah, nice yeah, yeah. guy, but it's something I can't do. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then um I realized like I'm more inclined to it. Indian yeah. men yeah. who are who's also Hindu and what not. Yeah. But then again this comes down to what kind of Indian man. Yeah. I need him and I like him and I want him to be very open minded. Yeah, yeah. Because I grew up in that setting. Yeah. You know, I grew up in a very open minded setting. I'm very open minded. If someone comes and tells me like um I don't know, you know, it's a whole LGBTQ and yeah. what not I'm like cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know it, it it won't even bug me a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you go and tell someone who's not open minded like okay, uh my my best friend um He is into men. He's yeah. into men. I'm like, oh my god, what the yeah. hell? So bad. It's yeah. like, you know. But Again, but that's no, like across the races. Uh, just Correct. one generation up, lah. Right? Correct. So I just think, like, the I think it's very personal mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. So if whatever you mentioned earlier about them jumping culture because they don't want to go through it, I really feel sad for them because yeah. whatever it's it's based on their past experiences yes, and their sure. personal experiences is because of that that has made them. Choose this path. Yeah, like they, they might have had like a really domineering father figure yeah. who like didn't let them go out or let or, the or, or, or let the sons go out, but don't let the girls go yes. out. Yes. And so for them, like their image of an Indian man is a man who is holding them down all the time. Correct. And so when they are romantic partners, they don't want that. Correct. So they avoid Indian men. I mm. don't think it's a stretch for me to say that. Correct. I do think it happens. Correct. You know? No, no, it it does. It does. So then, then again, comes it comes down to the type of people that you meet. Mm. So if if I were to be, if I met someone who's 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 very dominating and can tell me, no, you have to stay at home, mm. you have to constantly be in the kitchen, you cannot work after getting married, mm. and you can't dress how you want to dress, mm. no jeans, no short skirt, no shorts, mm. no crop tops. I'm gonna be like, uh, who the hell are you to tell me <laughs> that? If if okay, I just want to ask, like, again, I'm of same same view as you, but okay. I have friends who are like guys who are like mm-hmm. more conservative about these kind of things. Do you think there's like a conversation that we, that can be had, like where your partner tells you like, okay, I don't want to control like what you wear, but I just feel a bit uncomfortable like when you wear like a mini skirt or something like mm-hmm. a short skirt mm-hmm. because I feel like guys are, are looking at you and I feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Is that like okay? Like is it okay to have like that conversation at least? I think communication is very 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 important. Very important. I think guys they don't know how to say they they have a feeling, and then it just comes out like moronic. It comes out like this. I wouldn't say so, you know, because sometimes uh-huh. it comes down to your intentions. Mm-hmm. So you if, think if it's like if like the, the intention is to control. If your intention is to control, obviously it's going to come out that way, that and way, you're going to yeah, be yeah. a total douchebag for saying that. Yeah. But if your intention isn't that way, then it happens to come out that way. Mm. And okay, so basically, I think what's important here is communication. Mm-hmm. How you say communication is one thing, comprehension is another thing. Mm. If you were to communicate your intentions right, mm. the other person would comprehend it that way. Mm-hmm. If you were to communicate like, okay, Roshan, oh Roshi, <laughs> I. I <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I don't like you. Yeah, yeah. I don't like you wearing short skirts because it makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. You don't explain why. She's going to be like, "Why do I care?" Yeah. My my dad lets me wear whatever I want. Why <laughs> are you telling me yeah. no? There's a famous line my you want my father uh, yeah. so doesn't tell my me. My father doesn't tell me. Who the hell are you? Correct. <laughs> so I think so there 
it's not comprehend your 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 intentions weren't um yeah delivered in the right way so we would tell me like what do you say like okay, i don't feel comfortable you many wearing mini skirt all the time yeah. i feel i think i'd f- i'd feel more comfortable if you wear it with me because right. of whatever your reasons lah yeah i mean even though that sounds dumb to me yeah, but yeah. you know whatever your reasons uh then and and if she's able to understand that then okay good mm-hmm. you know i think how you say it is important your in, what your intentions are is important yeah, you, yeah like i said like if your intention is to control i think that's a bit uh, the inverse also of it could be like uh, girls uh, not being comfortable with how much their boyfriends drink yeah you know and so again like it's a fine line between controlling correct and trying to control and change this person and also correct. trying to express like your what your concern is what your correct. worries correct i think yeah once again it comes down to communication so if you can i think everyone every couple should have open and easy communication mm-hmm. and how you say something should always uh the resonate with the person who's on the receiving end mm-hmm. if you were to talk to me like how you talk to your sister it won't probably it won't work with me mm-hmm. you have to you have to tell me things in a way that i'd be able to understand yeah correct if i can understand what you're trying to say then i'll get where you're coming from yeah yeah exactly you know so you I think I think if someone is intelligent enough mm. to know this yeah I think that person will be able to get any message across yeah but lo- I think a lot of people are not you know yeah. I think like like circling back to what we were talking about expectations yes you so some people they just expect like if I tell my girlfriend to wear this I just expect you to like listen to me because we are together yeah I do I expect you to just trust me and not have me explain it why do you need to explain we, you know you should just listen trust me I'm your partner right correct and I don't understand the whole concept of controlling because I have been this way my entire life. I've been raised this way. Yeah. And then you're a new person. You come and tell me, "Oh, don't do that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like who are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, just because I'm marrying you, <laughs> you know, that that's on paper. John, you know? you're there, John. <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> Watch no, yourself. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just because I'm marrying you doesn't mean um, I'm going to change my entire life. Right. And right, that's right. one thing amazing about me and John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We understand that, and I think we both know that. we yeah. both know and we both focus and we give a lot of priority importance to communication yeah because you don't want to lose your individ- individuality yeah. you know to the other but you don't want to become codependent you want to become yes. like you know like it's like walking the road side by side rather mm-hmm. than two of you trying to carry each other across Correct. the road and i think it's important to respect your partner yeah the boundaries and all yeah that. and uh be able to i don't know there has there has to be some give and take here yeah. so if your partner doesn't speaking coming coming down to again not wearing what you want to wear i i do i do feel like there are a lot of people yes there are many many yeah, men many and i yeah. do feel some a lot of times it's actually there's a fee- there's because they are not in touch with their feelings they have a feeling mm-hmm. you're saying eating the coconut <laughs> now <laughs> can you give me two <laughs> <laughs> like they have this feeling and they don't know what this feeling is it's like a discomfort but they don't know what's causing this discomfort and so because they haven't processed it they just like say things to like deal with the discomfort yeah. without knowing what the root cause is so like for example the dressing thing come on why would a guy tell i feel uh, there are guys okay. who are trying to control okay. but i also feel that there are a lot of guys who like just feel insecure yeah you don't what are they afraid of what are they they're afraid that another guy is going to see this girl I and they are going to get you know there's insec- something going to happen no i think I insecurity think. is all about that person comes down to that man so i feel like yeah, if you're so scared about your girlfriend wearing that I don't think it's that. I think you, maybe you should look at yourself oh, f- oh, and work on sure. yourself. You know, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So that's right. I think. But what I'm saying is like, they have this insecurity. Mm-hmm. They don't know what it is and how, to, and it's not pleasant. Mm-hmm. And so then, 
it just comes out like don't wear that but yeah. not really looking at like actually i am having this issue that i need to sort of deal with mm. and you project your issue on your partner but i think a lot of people just don't have that level of self reflection mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i think it's a tough thing for and i think girls also have their own blind spots guys have blind spots girls have blind spots right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i wonder i think i think like um what can be done and what should be done is i think if everyone were to stop stop just going on social media and saying okay this relationship goals that's relationship goals i think yeah. people should actually read yeah on how to communicate better read about relationships yeah. i mean if you have, since we're talking about relationship right now sure. read about relationships and see how you can communicate and understand your partner better and i don't know read about more than anything i think i think everyone should work on themselves first for sure for sure if you're able to sort that that cloud in yourself i don't think there'll be an issue when it yeah. comes to you having a partner or anything like that yeah yeah i mean like i think like one of the biggest like things that i learned that i thought was super like practical and useful mm-hmm. is like even when it comes to communication using uh not using uh you and using i so like for example instead of saying yeah you cause this mm. you make me feel this way you mm. say i'm feeling this way yes. this is i'm feeling hurt or afraid yes. you know because of this so it immediately instead of Blaming. your partner becoming defensive mm-hmm. you are allowing a space for your partner to collaborate in like dealing with your problem right correct I always found it like to be super practical it and is, super it is. useful it is uh, and yeah Yeah, it's it's really funny. Yeah, correct. Because I think like when the moment you say you, you're blaming the other person. Mm. Instead of speaking, the the problem here is how you feel about it, how you have processed yeah. that action. Yeah, and I've I've done this in relationships where when things are bad, I say like you always mm-hmm. don't think about my feelings. Mm-hmm. But that's such a cruel thing to say because yeah. how can you just say blanketly you yeah. know you always or yeah those words are very painful. It is. La. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You know. I mean. I mean. I I would. like to believe that I, yeah i always thought about that but yeah. i never i was not able to put it on put it in words actually yeah, yeah 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 but now that you said it i really agree with you that's very important and if everyone were to to at least practice this one thing almost half of your problem will be sorted yeah because you, you're, you're no longer blaming there was yeah. this other thing i wanted to ask you i yeah. saw it online it was like a big kind of like thing um people were upset about it this girl uh she posted like a tiktok kind of like calling out indian guys because um he, she she said like you know uh, all this so i can't remember exactly what it was but okay. basically calling out indian men for dating chinese girls <laughs> you know because there seems to be like a, a it's a trend a, right a trend all right of indian guys dating and a lot of indian guys were like upset because again it's stereotyping mm-hmm. and two it's like it's weird you, you can't why you bl- you know like there's two it's not yeah. only indian men <laughs> how is it still the, like the man you know everything that's, seems to be the man's problem the, and that's man's a fault. bit of a dumb thing to do like yeah. especially since we since we come from a uh melting hot yeah pot. melting pot right yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. hot pot yeah, hot pot <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah you skip the melting pot they went for the hot, hot pot, pot. One. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on lah guys. Come back to the melting pot. Yeah. Yeah. Stay away from the hot pot. Yeah, stay away from yeah, that. But I wonder like I I and to be honest, I also got triggered a little bit because I've dated like an Indian girl, I've dated a Chinese okay. girl. I don't and of course you know this thing is like on Twitter and all that so <coughs> it's like just by nature you get yeah. triggered very easily. And I felt so stupid for getting triggered after that. But like yeah, I thought it was like an interesting conversation. Like do you see that? Do you see this trend? Do you think that's like My brother is dating a Chinese ah! girl? <laughs> 
Weems, come back to the melting pot. Why have you gone to the hot pot? Oh my god, that's so crazy. Yeah, but it's funny, right? That you know. I mean, I, I once again, I think it comes down to um, personal preference. Like, uh, how, how, how can you go and? Tell someone like, okay, don't fall in love with this person. Yeah, and can I don't you, like this can person. You, I tell you yeah. like my theory mm-hmm. why I think this is happening. Okay. I think Indian people like love, love. Yeah, you know, Indian people just are like romantic, a big yeah. deal. You know, to the point that sometimes it's like ridiculous. Love. Yes, and no, it's Chinese, not. <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> Chinese people are not. Chinese people are more like they are very like practical, uh, practical yeah. and purpose driven and mm-hmm. goal oriented and mm-hmm. all of that. So like actually Chinese people can like be very good partners because they are very supportive in you you know talking about the being interdependent and you achieving yes. your goals they are very supportive. Yes. But Indian people can be like high maintenance, you Kay. know. <laughs> <laughs> we are like I I feel like like Indian people generally are more like dogs and Chinese people generally are more like cats. Okay. You know like cats they are like love yeah. but low maintenance. Okay. Dogs are like oh, love me love me love me love me take me out to be with me hug me you know kiss me you know all the time right? So like but I feel like there's a weird kind of thing with And at the same time, girls really like romance. Yeah. And um, guys also want to be like needed. Yeah. And so there's a weird thing with Indian guys and Chinese girls because they kind of fulfill those roles. I think like Chinese girls are taken up because Indian guys tend to be very like expressive. Yes. And then Indian guys like that the girl is like taken up by our expressive. Yeah, yeah. So it's like whereas like Indian girls like they know the the tricks and they, they know, know the, the story. Ah, interesting. I never I, thought about it that way. I just way. feel like culturally there's a weird nexus that has happened because a lot of Chinese guys I know they are really they find it very difficult to express themselves because there's a new trend now by the way. I don't uh, know if you know or not. No. Chinese men Indian girls. I, okay, I've seen That's that happen. Growing, yeah. I've seen it happen, but I haven't. I don't think I've seen it as much as the opposite. But I don't. I, I have a friend. It's growing. It's growing. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. seen that happen. Hmm. So that's interesting. I mean, that's interesting. I never, I never thought of it that way. But now that you've said it, yeah, yeah, you, you that that's an interesting observation. Because I guess as more generations, uh, uh, more gen- generations like uh, develop. I don't know whether not not develop. As more time passes, yeah, we c- become our cultures like become um, one mix a little yeah. bit culturally. We mix mm-hmm. so like. Indian communities become a little bit more Chinese. Chinese communities become yeah, a little bit more Indian. Yeah, I mean, Indian. true, true. I mean, when I look at it, like now we see a lot of Indian, a lot of Chinese. Um, my all a lot of my Chinese friends loving a banana leaf. Mm, 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 mm. They love it. That's interesting because growing up, I've always seen it as Chinese people cannot eat spicy food. Mm, 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 mm. But now the way they add the curry and the chili, I'm just like wow. Yeah, the I day know. I was in my family house, I mean my cousin's house. Mm-hmm. The neighbor, they were having Chinese New Year. You won't believe it. They were having Chinese New Year dinner. They did BSD, yeah, hmm. ara, and then they were like, "Oh, they called my aunt lah. Hmm. Oh, uh, we got some extra food. Uh, mm-hmm. My my brother made. We we'll send it to you now, lah. Okay, okay. They gave one bowl of uh, mutton curry, lah. Mutton curry. They were having Chinese New Year. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's so, and it was good. Oh like gosh. the uncle, I think he had like traveled, so he had gone uh-huh. to India. Okay. And he learned how to cook a little bit there. Okay. It was like on point. Wow. Like just the right kick. I was spice and oh, wow. like my cousin, some of them felt it was too spicy. Oh wow! Yeah, so I was like, wow, respect. So I just again like the how culture is so funny that way. this group of Chinese Chinese family serving Chinese here <laughs> with mutton <laughs> curry. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> 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 that's cute. That's cute. That's really cute. I mean, it's interesting, right? It sounds mm. like a Petronas ad like that. <laughs> Petronas, you can hire us. Yes, we, we'll write <laughs> the story for you. <laughs> uh, hire Roshan, I'll act in it. <laughs> yeah, on, on, can, 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 perfect, perfect. <laughs> 
yeah, that's crazy. It's interesting, yeah. Hmm. I never really uh, put much thought into whatever you just told me. Yeah. But you make a lot of sense. I think I think I can sort of see it now. It's not for all people, but maybe yeah, yeah. there is like a few people because I do know I have a lot of Chinese guy friends who mm-hmm. like their dads were like not expressive. Mm-hmm. So like for them, the way they show love is always been like more material. Like buying yes. things is yes. my way of telling you that I love yes. you. I'm not the kind of person who say I love you and yeah. hug you and all of that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them, a lot of my Chinese guy friends, it's hard for them to be like, they are more like stoic. They're mm-hmm. not like very expressive. Mm-hmm. So like, I think uh, Indian guys are very different. Indian yeah. guys, to the point of it being ridiculous, they yeah, can yeah, be yeah. expressive and all of that. So like, hmm. it's like a weird thing. La. That's cool, that's cool. I hope to see more um, um, uh, Chinese guys uh, dating uh, I, Indian I, girls. I mean, I, I was quite shocked actually because I've been seeing I every time I go to a mall, I see, it. which means it is increasing in trend. Well, that's good. Yeah, I, I nice. one I know one friend who got married to uh, Chinese yeah. boy got married to Indian girl. I have f- two or three friends. Yeah, I, ha- mm. I have have friends who have, you know, a Chinese guy married an Indian girl, which is really interesting. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. It's nice. Hmm. I wonder why it wasn't the case last time. Maybe um, it's because don't know lah. Indian girls tend to be a bit more. Um, Passive, I guess. To what? To like, you know, like <laughs> if a guy approaches, a, uh-huh. you know, they're not so open like a guy just coming up to you and like talking to you. Uh, not really. Uh, once again, it's hard, hard to say. I'm, uh, it's very, it's very personal. Yeah, it depends. Everyone on the experiences things differently. Everyone, everyone behaves a certain way. That's true. Uh, I just think Indian girls never, never had a chance to go out the house, lah. Oh, that's yeah. true. It could be. That's could be <laughs> so very the Chinese guy never really approached. <laughs> very strong possibility. That's true. Oh my god. That's Indian crazy. men can go out, right? Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boys yeah. can go out, girls stay at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, my family was not. My family, none of my family members were like that. But I've heard a lot of stories of that. Mm. A lot of stories like that. And again, see, that's the thing about communication. I think yes. for a lot of parents, what they feel is fear. They feel fear. Not all. There are some, again, mm-hmm. that control. Mm-hmm. But I, I think a lot of parents, what they feel is like they feel afraid when their girls yes, go out. Yes, I think so Because too. they feel fear and danger. Yes. And instead of communicating that fear, yes. what they do is just, I'm your parent. You just stay, stay at here home, and yeah. don't go out. Yeah. You know? Correct, so correct, correct. I think so. I th- I, yeah, I think it's more of that than... Just I, the pure yeah, just the sexist Yes, um, yes. It's more of that control. than... Yeah. I'm sure there are people like that, like a man who feels like, oh, you know, women, they are placed women, in the house. Yeah, I'm oh sure God. there are, but I don't think it's the majority. I don't think it's that nowadays. Like, I think it's more fear because my dad has told me, you know, Manisha, I'm not too comfortable with you going out and coming back late because mm. I don't think it's safe. Yeah, come on, look at Bangsa. You know, people yeah. actually die on the roads. <laughs> it's <Yep>. insane. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit crazy, guys. Calm down, guys. Yeah, Just yeah, calm yeah. down with the drinking. Again, that's like post-COVID, I think. Yeah. People went a bit psycho. Mm, and post-COVID, with COVID, without COVID. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. we've reached two hours. Wow. Time flies, huh? Hours, I really yeah. enjoyed this conversation. I did too. I think we spoke about a lot of like random stuff, but I like it. <laughs> anyway, yeah. please do invite me for your wedding. <gasps> sure. <laughs> Vimishan sure. is going to come on next. I'm going to, I'm going to talk to Vimishan about his experiences dating a Chinese girl, <laughs> trying to get him away from the hot pot, <laughs> trying to rescue him. Hot pot. <laughs> do you Melting think, hot pot. <laughs> does he have any plans to get married, do you think? Um, 
last time I checked with him, he was like, uh, not yet, maybe later. Again, like the rational mind. Like yeah, yeah. Not yet, I have to. He has to plan all five steps. Yeah, yeah, correct. Way. I have to mm. plan, I have to sort my career, my blah, blah, blah. Mm. But I mean, I mean, his girlfriend feels the same, so they're on the same page. So not a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice, hmm. nice. Okay, so uh, normally we end... Okay, plugs. What are your plugs? What do you want people... What do you want people to? To follow or... Uh, what social media accounts do you want people to follow? Uh, okay, do, uh, like uh, what is your uh, uh, um, sweet tooth sweet ache? ache? Yeah, sweet so tooth ache. So your handles are what? I have, I have three handles. One sweet tooth ache. Another okay. one is Doctor Monija Nair. Right. Another one is just my personal account. Please don't follow that. That's just Monija. What do you post on Doctor Monija? Um. So I created that account to post more um dental related stuff like educational and fun and Maggots? all that stuff. Yeah. Probably our Instagram Eventually. might block me, <laughs> but um I've been procrastinating a lot. Yeah. And yeah. I should get back. Yeah, yeah. On that, you know, I I did create some amount of content and whatnot, but that was that was just like uh maybe two years ago, almost two years ago. You're also on like a new you 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 started in a new yeah, practice. Yeah, right? I've joined a new place. Uh-huh. Uh, I've joined Sabaris. We are based in KL. Okay. And what we, we do there is yeah. <coughs> Tunraza, Jalan Tunraza. Oh, that's not too far from me. Yeah. I mean, uh, Jalan Ampang. Cool. Yeah. Let's meet for lunch. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Okay. So, uh, Sabaris, what we do at Sabaris, we do a lot of aligners. Mm-hmm. Sabaris is a brand, a local um, brand that, that deals with aligners. Mm-hmm. And just like your Invisalign, it's Sabaris. So, once again, Invisalign is a brand. Sabaris is also a brand. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of uh, teeth aligning, unconventional teeth aligning. So, with uh, aligners, what we do, we don't use braces basically. It's like a plastic uh, retainer looking like thing, but retainers are passive and aligners are more active. So we straighten your teeth with aligners and there's basically no pain. Looks much, much better and uh, feels, feels better too. Yeah. In your mouth. Monija was like trying her best to like speak as much as she could <laughs> because I was taking a video of her. Yeah, I'm talking. just like, okay, <laughs> going a bit. <laughs> uh, okay, so you got new practice, you got a uh, sweet tooth uh, ache, um, okay, got your handles, that's great. So normally we end with either a recommendation or a final message. I think the last episode was a, a final message. So let's do like recommendations. Is there like a book? a show, a movie, something that you would recommend to the people. It could be like even like some a book, that like a must-read book for you or a must-read show. I only read dental books. Uh, is, there, is there like a dental book you think everyone should read? Chef. No, that's boring. <laughs> <laughs> but like... Um, what product would you recommend aside from your own product? Lah? Okay, sweet tooth egg. Yeah, that's a given. Sweet tooth egg given. is the best, guys. For sure. Best cakes, get it, go yeah. for it 100%. But like aside from that, any product you would like to recommend or um, something for them to consume? I think from from a general point of view, I think everyone should just exercise mm. a lot Mm-mm-mm. and take your multivitamins and eat healthy. Um, exercise why? Because exercising actually helps your brain. It yeah. actually helps your mind. Yeah. So exercising helps you physically, mentally, and emotionally. Yeah, and also helps with like COVID. I mean, yeah. like the, you know who the at risk groups are. Yes, and that's another funny thing about COVID. Like we should have emphasize people like being healthy and exercising Correct. right so again like locking down people stop people from a lot of people didn't 
were not motivated to like go out and walk and whatever. Correct. Uh, mainly they were like scared like I guess they feared yeah. that they did get it. But to be honest like um I think everyone should work out. Mm. That's very important. Cuz it it on you know after a long busy day and and you know you feel very you probably you've had a long day at work and then you feel really tired. Yeah. Act going for a run or going to the gym or whatever home workouts whatever it actually helps make you feel better. Mm-hmm. I think everyone should uh <clears throat> should do that. Mm. A bit of it like half an hour every day mm-hmm. or 15 minutes whatever mm-hmm. just just do something get your body moving. Mm. I think that's very important. Why I'm stressing on working out is because it not only helps you look better it makes you feel good mm. and it really helps with mental health. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like, again, like we <coughs> talk so much about COVID and like helping people, you know, get be like safe. But there are so many people who are dying from like you know also heart attacks, yeah. diabetes. Yes. So many. Yes. Those things also need to be addressed. Uh. Correct. I feel like Malaysians generally don't prioritize mm. exercising. Yeah. For for us, exercising is like a chore. But mm. to be very fair. It's everyone now is giving some sort of importance to working out. Mm. Uh compared to I don't know probably 5 6 years ago people more people are working out nowadays which mm. is amazing mm. but I think that should be part of your life. Yeah. Not like a chore, you know. Like I think everyone should get some sort of workout. There's a lot in. more like information online now so and so many yeah. courses like so you can just put on a YouTube yeah, video. Yeah, classes. Basically just move your body. How you do it so is your problem. You can do, yeah. Yeah. So many options. Just find the one that suits you the yeah. best. <laughs> okay, great. Thank you so much for coming on. Again, I really Thank enjoyed you, this Roshan, conversation. Thank you for having me. Yeah, wishing you all the best for your future. It sounds like a lot of exciting things ahead. Yes. <laughs> I'm excited. Do, yeah, hopefully we can do this conversation again, maybe like before you leave or maybe the next sounds time. Sounds good. Or, or Who knows, probably John can join us. Yeah, yeah that would be great. I would love that. You know, I would love that. That would be fun. <laughs> or you and Wims together, that would uh, also be super that'd fun. That would be very fun. <laughs> that would okay. be even more fun. You should, you should have my brother speak about... Um, what he thinks about my relationship. Uh, yeah, that would technically, be so funny. Technically, John is his friend. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so, so funny. <laughs> I would just give him a space to rant and like, you know, oh say what God. he needs to say. Yeah, it's so, it's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh okay, gosh. great. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank um, you. To all the people who are listening, you guys are real ones. Really appreciate it. Uh, from myself and Monija, we hope you are staying healthy, staying safe and staying good. We are done. Peace. Peace.